Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Now launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Is your grandfather from the 1700s? This is I my mean, father. Your father is from the 1700s. This is, my, this is in the 50s in Chicago. They had a house that coal? ran on coal furnace. Coal? Yes. The coal man would come and they would deliver coal to the basement. <laughs> coal man, make it warm in my house yeah, again. That's how we entertained ourselves. This is this was always a line <laughs> when coal. Hey, Dad, can I go get this new toy at Toys R Us? When I was a kid, we played with coal. <laughs> Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. And I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. This is stupid. This is man and bone. (laughs) Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Big show today. Miserable show today. <laughs> Is that right? Yep. Okay. Inside the NFL at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What is the game today, Bone? Well, man, in my continuing efforts to not have a game show that relates to anything of note, I'm just making up things left and right as we go. Today's game show is countries that used to have a different name. Nice. There's lots of countries in the world that you may or may not have heard of. But even more than that, there's countries that used to have different names. So some of these countries, I actually was like, I've never heard of them currently, let alone what their old name was. Okay. So right. I'm just saying there's there's some like that. And then there's some uh, some bangers, some countries you definitely know, you've definitely heard of on here. So we'll do that at 534. Um, there's no rush to get into Michigan, right? I can talk about something else to start the show. Oh, were we even going to? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm going to talk about... It happened. It, it happened. I'll, I'll tell you this. It's all over there. I didn't watch, watch it. one second of it. Oh, you didn't? Nope, I did not. I, I wish did not I had, turn it on at all. I wish I had done that. I, I flipped it on and then was miserable for the first quarter, almost cut it off, and then started watching as Washington started to play a little bit. Got a little false hope Got there. Got a little at the false end of the first hope, half. and then done. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I should have just turned it off after on, the first uh, couple plays. I flipped on the Twitter... Saw what was going on, but did not flip it on at all. I, you know, Kristen said, are we watching this and that? I said, not. There's contraband show on Discovery. We'll watch that. What is, con- oh, that's the one with like the smuggling. Sniffing, they're sniffing, the, the dogs are sniffing yes, the suitcases and all we'll that. We'll watch okay. that. We'll watch Mysteries at the Museum. We'll Ooh. fool around. <laughs> but I'm not well, watching I'm gonna- that game. She didn't vote for fool around. <laughs> I threw that out there. You just there. threw it out there. You're like, we she could didn't have, vote for it. You're like, we could have a threesome. She's like, I'm not voting for that either. Like, you're just throwing out any possibilities to keep you from watching that game. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about something good. And we'll, we'll circle back to that. Of course, we have to. This is our job. And we'll talk about the misery that we're all feeling today as Buckeye fans. However, mm-hmm. I'd like to start the show with a positive. 
Oh. I don't know if you had this experience back when you were banging. Um, but, you know, I was in school, I forget what, sixth grade, seventh grade. This girl shows up that I've not seen for a while. And sometimes, you know, the summertime's a long time. Sure. The human body, especially that age, they change very quickly. Oh, you know, yeah. so I, I remember having that where there was one year where I came back and was like, when did all the women become a part exactly. of our class? They were like, I went to school with other kids that were my age, came back and I was still an immature boy and they were all grown you, you, women. You say goodbye to someone in May and then in September when you see him again, it's like, oh, you hear like harp music yes, in your right. head. Yeah. Where it's like, where, where did she come from? Mm-hmm. This is the same girl that I was friends with last year, but she's totally different and now I can't talk to her. I'm intimidated by her. Yeah. And so there was a girl, her name was Julie. I was friends with her. Not the type of friends we got together over the summer, but then we came back to school. And she walked in and like acoustic guitar music played in my head and there was a breeze in the air and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm seeing this girl in a completely different light." She changed, she blossomed. Yeah. She she uh, she burst out of her chrysalis <laughs> and became a beautiful butterfly. The, he's in jail. No, I'm sorry. That's Chrisley. My bad. No, different person. Get the hell out of here. Okay, Chrisley is a different to, person. I'm trying to tell you a story I got you. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? And so then I just became infatuated with Julie. There was just something about her. Yeah. And the something was hotness. I got it. I couldn't interact with her the same way. We had a meeting today, a staff meeting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we try to have these about once a month. We go over what's going on at the radio station, business, personnel, what's coming up on the schedule, all this stuff. Bodie Wells has worked here for a long time. Yeah. Okay? Bodie's always been a very soft-spoken guy, likes Notre Dame, likes the Cowboys. I've had a fine relationship with him. I wouldn't say that we're friends. I wouldn't say that we're not friends. We are work acquaintances. Yeah, I I feel like, I mean, I don't know how Bodie would feel about it with me, but I feel like I have a pretty decent relationship with him talking yeah, i mean my desk is right regularly. next to his we say hello we chit chat sometimes he fills in for ted when ted takes wednesdays off yeah you know I've, i have a good working relationship with him mm-hmm. but i've never really thought of him in any other way but today soft-spoken Bodie decided to air some grievances that he had mm-hmm. in our meeting not grievances that were out of bounds but no, was, these were legitimate concerns that had been forceful yeah. with what he had to say. He didn't beat around the bush. He at sometimes used colorful language to express himself. And I found myself like looking at Julie again, <laughs> where it was like I was seeing, <laughs> seeing Bodie for the first time, <laughs> where it was, you know, we walked into that meeting and it was, oh, here's Bodie. And then we walked out of that meeting. And it's like, oh, my God, here's Bodie. I hope he talks to me today. I really. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bodie. I really like him. Bodie walked in, chewing bubble gum, walked out smoking cigarettes. I, I'll like, tell you I what, mean, man, that, I, was, that was legit. He threw me for a loop today. That was great. I had a little uh, hofty under the desk. <laughs> okay. I was so excited. I like to see people come out of their shell because I love to be surprised. Oh, and, yeah. And Bodie surprised yeah. me today. Well, and I, I will tell you, like, years ago, Bodie and I, we did an event. I mean, this has been before COVID. This is a long time ago. And we're at this event. We're standing around. And I, at that time, didn't know Bodie that well, other than he was like, you know, just starting as a producer. And he was also helping out on our, you know, event staff at different things. And so I talked with him and stupid Brad, may he rest in peace because he's dead, slash sticker Brad. 
But he two- died in the chrysalis. <laughs> okay. He, he never busted out. <laughs> but I was talking to two of them, and I, I knew Brad a little bit better. But then Bodie, I, I'd like seen a side of Bodie I'd never seen before at work. And I was like, oh, wow, Bodie's got, he was telling me about different things he listens to, different podcasts. And we just had great conversation. So ever since that time, I have I have realized there's a lot to Bodie I don't know. Or like, I, I have not, I don't put limitations on Bodie. The Bode man is a, is a, is a Ruby, not a Ruby's cube, but like, I know there's a lot He's more to that enigma. onion. There's a lot more to that onion than I was aware of. And it like, it made me after that conversation go, wow, I really, I really don't know as much about him as I thought I did, but I was glad we had that conversation. And so then since then, I've seen little glimpses of it occasionally around the office. I've seen him have his moments where I'm like, I, yeah, I that's, saw there's, today, that, man. there's that Bodie that I, yeah. I saw it today. We may not hear from him for six months. No, no, but when no. When he shows no. up again, are you kidding? The, we, the walls are going to bleed. Are you kidding? Next week, they're going to be like, uh, actually, we've changed our minds. Timmy Hall, thanks for everything. Bodie Wells, your new assistant for program director. <laughs> they like what? that. Management Teddy, people like that Teddy, when someone stands up and like starts speaking their mind. They like it. Bodie's the new producer of the show. All right. That's oh. fine. <laughs> we got a lot <laughs> of like Buckeye all. baseball for you to run. Uh, that's like, oh, man. There's so, yeah, a lot of games. Yes. No, that was, it was, it was, I know people don't know or don't know what it's like working in one of these places, but. It's like any other office in yeah. these meetings where you sit down, there's an expected way things are going to go in your meeting, and there's people who usually speak up. There's people sometimes that, probably me, that people are like, oh, God, him again. And then and then there's people who just usually just don't say much, and that's it. And so when the meeting goes differently than you expected, in a way like this, it was awesome. I, I, I even had some jokes that I left in the hip pocket. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't want to take say, away. I didn't want to take away from the mood. Yeah, it was it was good. We were getting stuff done. Well, and you know who else was uh, really jumping in there was Ryan Baker. Baker oh, was Baker, jumping in Baker there. Baker was moving. Yeah, we Chops some, was moving. Chops had some stuff. Yeah, it was good. Normally, you know, Timmy's just talking, but he just sat there. And no, he, he no. was in awe. I was joking, but like, no, Timmy was saying a lot of good things too. Timmy had some good thoughts there. So we, I thought it was a productive meeting for once. How many times you said that around this place? A productive I'm meeting. Just say, hey, Bodeman, listen to me. If there's a rumble here in the building, I'm on your side, buddy. Absolutely. I'm fighting with you. I'll follow Bodie into battle. I'm telling you right now. You won me over. Yeah. <laughs> I was already there, but yes. Bodie's I'm our... a little sexually attracted to Bodie. <laughs> what is going on? I'm just I think you're attracted to the leadership. I am. There's leadership there. Yeah, we just saw we saw some man. leadership today, which is nice. It was good. I yeah, liked it. There's a quality. Yeah. I saw it. I liked it. Anyway. That's that was fun. I was I could have stayed in that meeting for like another hour. Uh Michigan. Uh, Michigan wins the title last night. Um I've seen all the stories today. I didn't watch the game, but I read all the quotes and saw the post game press conferences, you know, Harbaugh talking about innocence and all the players coming out saying there's no asterisk on this and that's nice. You're not the one who decides. Uh, ultimately fans in history will decide how they want to view this team. I think for most of the the national pundits, the victory is fresh. And so they look at what Michigan was able to do against Ohio State, crush Iowa. Really, I mean, they had to come back and beat Alabama, but it was only because they made mistakes. They, right. they should have won that game with no problems. And then last night, essentially, they won that game with no problems. You had a quarterback win the national championship. He threw for 140 yards because your team ran for 300 yards and smothered the Penix. 
Yeah, that was that was not a good performance by Michael Penix Jr. I had thought this guy, I mean, again, maybe he will turn out to be a great NFL quarterback, but the more and more I watch that throwing motion, I I do wonder how that works the next level. Michigan, you you know, again, I'd love to believe the reason that Michigan looked like their defense knew everything that was coming last night was because they did, but the reality is no, there's no there's no room for that anymore. There's nothing we as Buckeye fans can say. I do have a question for Buckeye fans, though. What's that? I want to know from the Buckeye fans who wanted Michigan to be good, so it would all be interesting. Are you happy? Now It's it's done. They are the pinnacle of college football right now. And when stupid Jim Harbaugh leaves the NFL, they already got their coach in waiting. Sharon Moore, who's already 1-0 against the Buckeyes. And 1-0 on the road against Penn State. So... Do you feel good all about right, we'll, that? We'll, we'll discuss that. Do you feel good about that? We'll For all of you who that. wanted this, you got it. Congratulations. And give Bodie a hickey. Coming up next. Okay. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking the right lane if you're downtown westbound 70 approaching the 71 west split and also an accident on the left shoulder of westbound 670 before 5th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. At Mattress Firm's once a year sale and clearance, you can save up to 60% on select mattresses plus score a free adjustable base on qualifying purchases. Here's to better sleep in 2024. The right mattress matters and Mattress Firm will find yours. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday, Michigan's the champs. We're here reacting to it. Ugh. Yeah, uh, that's look, my reaction to it. We, I, I didn't watch it last night. I, I couldn't watch it last night. I did you know, check out some of the highlights this morning. I did listen to the post-game press conferences. I've been reading some of the National think pieces who are enamored with Michigan and Harbaugh now, most of them. Um, I saw the Pied Piper of the Hillbillies, Paul Feinbaum, come out and say, I've never been more wrong about something. Well, well, okay. I mean, you were wrong that you think Harbaugh is a bad coach and a cheater, and he is certainly a cheater, but... Whatever he does gets those guys. They they believe in what he's selling. I think he is one of the weirdest human beings I've ever seen in sports. But he, he gets those guys to believe in him one way or the other. I think in another walk of life, he would have been committed. Sure. Like that's how I that's how crazy I think he is. But you're right. This the message that he's putting out there, this team, this year, he's hitting all the right buttons. It is a well-coached football team, not just by him, but he's the captain of the ship. And oh, yeah. you asked the question right before we went to break, you know, how do you feel? Buckeye fans, are you happy now? The, a specific group of Buckeye fans who wanted this Michigan rivalry back, air quotes. Not just that. I heard from somebody in this building who was not on the air. I'm not going to name him, 
yesterday who said they were rooting for Michigan, even though they, they hate Michigan. They hate all they, they love Ohio State, but because they wanted it for the Big Ten. No. Nah. And I, I, I that, don't I didn't I don't agree. That is I mean, you can root for what you want. I I can't I'll never get there. I I don't know why you you have to. I, I don't know where this allegiance is to this conference that resembles nothing that it was ten years ago. It continues to evolve. I mean, Washington's Big Ten today. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too. Big Ten teams I, I would feel like you could have easily just rooted for Washington if you cared about the quality of the conference, air quotes. No, but people try and do these mental gymnastics where the Buckeyes need Michigan and the Big Ten to be good, to be relevant on the national stage. No, they don't. This program can stand alone in a crappy conference. As long as they do what they're supposed to do, it doesn't matter how good Michigan is. It doesn't matter how good the conference is. Well, to that point, especially now that we're going to 12-team playoff, that argument falls completely apart. Because if you're saying, what if we have this loss and then we can't... you Assuming that you take care of business against most of your schedule, let's say Michigan fell off a cliff in the next few years, which they won't. I'm not under any delusions that's happening. But just play hypothetical for me for a second. If Michigan started like losing seven games a year in, in the next few years, would that affect Ohio State getting to the playoffs at all? It didn't back when we only had two teams, no. four teams. Now you have 12. It's not going to matter. In fact, it'd be nice if they were one of the easier teams just because you're going to have other teams. USC, Washington, you just saw was in the national championship game there. I mean, Oregon's probably going to be very good. UCLA has, USC and UCLA have the potential to be very good all the time. They just don't do it that often, but they they have the resources where they should. I mean, let alone all your other schools that you already have to deal with in the Big Ten. I, I, there's no reason you need Michigan to be any good for the strength of the conference or anything else. There are two conferences in college football that matter, and that's the SEC and the Big Ten, and it's proven yet again. So we don't need Michigan to be any good to prove that, even though this year they are the standard bearer. I'd rather Ohio State be that team, and I don't need Michigan to be any good at all. I, I'm a special kind of miserable. If you've listened to me for more than five minutes, you pretty much get that vibe from me. And I've I've always been the guy, and I, I continue to be. It has not evolved since I've gotten older. As a matter of fact, I've just become more emboldened in this stance. That I, I would rather see the teams that I hate fall flat on their face more than I'd rather see my team win. And look, I know that's that's crazy. That's cuckoo, and a psychiatrist could have a field day and does have a field day with me on a regular basis. But I couldn't bring myself to watch that game last night. I, because of that, you know, my team not being in it is one thing. Thinking my team is good enough to be in it and not being able to watch them perform, that's one thing. But watching teams that I can't stand, whether it's the Cubs in 2016 or Michigan the first time, we have people working in this building that were not born in 1997. Right. Right? But they they have no frame of reference to Michigan winning a national championship. And yet last night, even with all this cloud over Michigan, they don't care. No. They're the champs. No, they do not care. Did you care see them last night in Ann Arbor, the footage? Oh my god, yeah. They were they were more emboldened because because of this. This rallied everybody together. No, th- this is the this is the way we deal with our our people that we've decided we root for right and i'm I'm not saying just in sports i'm saying in life now it's become this thing where 
if your person that you've decided is is the best or your team, your tribe, your whatever is attacked, then it becomes instantly that's wrong. And anyone who says otherwise is just an enemy of me. And so Michigan fans rightfully, not rightfully, but in their own mind, they're like, you attacked our program. You're calling us cheaters. So now we can't wait to rub it back in your face. A lot of people would feel the same way if that was what was happening to their program. The difference is there are mounds of evidence that show what Michigan did, and it won't matter. It doesn't matter to these people. And unfortunately, it's not going to matter to the majority of college football writers until like two years from now or whenever the NCAA gets around to doing their thing. They'll write all their articles then. The ones today who are like, Jim Harbaugh overcame adversity. Two years from now, if they're still in their jobs, they'll be writing these articles going, I knew from the beginning that that Harbaugh thing was too good and brah, we saw it they just go with the flow they're not out here to prove anything right I, or no, wrong they won't because he'll he'll ride off into the sunset he's not coming back to coach his team he's going to the nfl right but what i mean is when all that's done and over and they've forgotten about it two years later whenever we get these rulings from the ncaa and they see how they have to vacate all these games because they definitely cheated then you'll get the same people today who are like harbaugh the great achievement of his career. They'll be the ones going, this man sold his soul to win these games, and we all knew it. But but right now, they're not writing that article because that's not popular for them. So just I'm just saying, don't pay attention to what these national media people know. You know no, I, they I, cheated, I, I know, I know. and you also know it ain't going to matter. But You know it doesn't matter. Right, it doesn't matter today. They're the champions today. And, you know, I, I wish... Ryan Day would sell a little bit more of a soul, I guess. At this point. Devil's on line one, Ryan Day. Yeah. You got a year, buddy. Well, don't forget who uh who started off this whole party with the college football playoff four team. Who who got the first one? That was us. That was Ohio State twenty fifteen. Who closed it? Who wrapped it up? Who ended this era? It was Michigan. And you know what the old line is from the movie, Coffee's for Closers. That's I'm just saying that's where I'm at today. It's like, well, tell me about what you started. Tell me about what just happened. And right now, unfortunately, Ohio State fans, we have to live in a world where Michigan ended this four team era. Yes, with a cheating scandal. And yes, with a national championship. And we can scream about the one, but the other one's what's going to get the headlines. We can look it's it's still there. Right. You and I joked about it before the show. Congratulations, cheating ass cheaters. Yeah, you've won the national championship, but it, it it's there. You did it. Yes, it's, it's there. You had an opportunity to shut these guys up, to continue to have this program just tread water in the sea of irrelevance. And instead, they've lapped you and you got to figure out a way to get going again. Yeah. And may, maybe the answer is, well, you know what? We'll take a break because Ryan Day gets himself a, a transfer that I didn't think he was going to get. And I'm. I don't really know how this is going to work. This is not a, a bad thing. I'm just confused by it. We'll discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic is stop and go, causing about a five-minute delay on eastbound 70 west side between Mound Street and 315. And watch out for an accident on the right side of westbound 70 downtown approaching the 71 west split. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard. Their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Kyler Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. Inside the NFL coming up at 348, all the news and notes you need. Rapid fire in the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? We're doing uh, countries that used to go by a different name. So I'll give you a former name of a country, two choices. You tell me which one that is. Uh, Ryan Day gets himself a transfer from the portal. Former Ole Miss running back Quinshawn Judkins does indeed commit to OSU. We talked about him yesterday because he he uh, told us on the socials that he made an official visit to Ohio State this past weekend. And here, here's why this surprises me. Not Look, he he's the best running back that was in the portal. He's first-team All-SEC. These guys just don't grow on trees. He has two years of eligibility left. I mean, he could play here, have a fantastic year, go on to the NFL, but you got this guy, in theory, for two years. He's a thousand-yard back. But it just surprises me because everything we've we've heard from behind the scenes is that Travion is also coming back. So I I just wonder, has that changed? Well, you know what? At this point, here's where I am on that. Uh, like I said yesterday, it could be that they are thinking Travion Anderson's not coming back. Maybe that's the case. But maybe he still is. Would that be a bad thing to have? No, no, no. I'm, I'm like look. If I'm both saying, are there, if you can convince that's a great thing. If you can convince two guys of that caliber to be in your running back room, I, I'm with you. Dude. I mean, we we all should be high fiving that. But now, doesn't I'm it surprise you. you if it, it turns out to be that way? Of course it does. Now, to your point, Quinshawn Judkins did run for over a thousand yards each of the last two years. Last two years, he had twenty seven hundred yards combined and thirty one touchdowns in the SEC. That tells me this is a guy. That if you give the ball to him, he is going to make some ridiculous plays for you. Now, his freshman year was the one where he had 1,500 yards, 16 touchdowns. I mean, those are Zeke numbers, right? That's Ezekiel Elliott level to me. And I don't know if we're ever going to see that at Ohio State again because it seems like a lot of times now with the offense, you just don't see, at least with Ryan Day, you don't see... Hey, we're gonna give it to this guy twenty five times. Yeah. Let's see what he can do. Yeah. They're they're rotating guys in. They want to keep everybody fresh all year for everything. But it, I mean, if you can get a guy to get a thousand know, yards, fifteen touchdowns, which is what he's done basically the last two years, I mean that's that's ridiculous. Let, let's assume that both these guys are on the roster, which I think is still a stretch. But let's say that they are. You got Will Howard as your quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Who can move? Yeah, right. I mean, you you look at his film. There's not a lot of clips of him clips throwing the football way down the field. I mean, he's making short timing passes and he's making plays with his feet, which is something that clearly was lacking from Gomer Pyle this past year. And Kyle, when Kyle McCord, when yeah. you tried to get it with Devin Brown, he hurt himself. Right, it's not his fault. That's just reality. I'm stating facts. It, your offensive line better be ready to go. 
tip-top shape. No kidding. Because if that offensive line from the Cotton Bowl shows up, what a waste. What a waste. Because you may have a situation. We watched J.J. McCarthy win a national championship last night, thrown for 140 yards. There is no reason why, with a competent offensive line, two great running backs like this, and a quarterback that can move, that can't be you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, as (laughs) don't read this as two local guys in Columbus trying to put some lipstick on a pig that is Michigan winning the national championship. There's no denying that happened. There's no denying that sucks. And there's no denying there's a ton of work to do next year. You can't tell me that adding a running back like this on this team, pro football focus said this guy had the fifth most missed tackles of anyone in FBS, 78 of them this year alone. Now they're not saying people don't know how to tackle him. It's he makes guys miss. He has 25 yards, 25 runs the last two years that were over 20 plus yards. I mean, that's, we've got breakaway speed. We've got a guy who can make you miss. We've got a guy who can finish after contact. I mean, those are things we said about Travion, right? That's all the stuff we say about him. So at, at the worst, you have a replacement for him. That seems like he could be as good or better than Travion Anderson, right? I mean, he also has a ton of, handles here where they've given him the ball and he's, he's been he's able to been stay more, in the game right he's been more consistent yeah and that's that's not a knock on Travion Anderson it's just the reality is when you have injuries we're gonna look at two guys and say this guy for whatever reason hasn't gotten hurt as much I don't think that's a that's a wrong thing to point out so these these are all good signs to me that you got this guy to come here if that means Travion's gone it it sucks but I like the guy they got to replace him if that's the case all right, so uh, Michigan wins. Harbaugh, I think he's going. You think he's going too? Or you think he's sticking? I think he. I think this is the dream scenario. Yeah, for I, him. I think so too. I, he got away with the cheating. He won his national championship. He gets to have all the press. Everybody talk about how great he is, and then go to the NFL and try to go win a Super Bowl again. Um, I had some text messages last night from uh, some of my Bears fans' buddies. Oh, saying he's coming. Okay, that would be par for the course for me. Wouldn't it? <laughs> you have to root for Harbaugh. I mean, I'm I'm desperately trying to cling to some thread of Bears fandom, even though they continue just to kick me away. Boy, I just I just saw a vision of it. I really did. It just hit me in a second. Like Harbaugh goes. I don't I don't know if this is happening, but if it does, Harbaugh goes to the Bears. He sees Justin Fields and goes, yeah, this is great. We we really like him. And then two weeks in, he's like, nope, never mind. Not my guy. I'm not as big sold. Also, in the draft, they don't try to go out and get Marvin Harrison for him. They He drafts some other dude because he's like anti-Ohio State. I'm just saying, like, what if he comes in there and then instantly is like, I don't like Justin Fields. Sorry, not my guy. I don't see it. And then you got to like, and then he picks some guy that sucks. And then you're just stuck with him for a few years, wasting Justin Fields' uh, talent. Not like you haven't seen that before. But yeah. I'm just saying, that, yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen for you. I'm honestly, no, truly, you are hoping for no, it. I'm this, is, not. this is like when no. the White Sox signed Adam Dunn. No, you, it was just like, oh, hey, look, a big donkey's here. I'm I'm not wishing this on you because I know how painful this would be for you. Ted's wishing it on me, smiling and laughing over there. He doesn't care. But they don't have a, an, a, an open position there, head coach, right no, now. No, but right now. what the Bears fans are saying. Because the whole thing was all Eberflus will be back next year. That that's the tea leaves behind the scenes. But now, if Harbaugh is available, you can't just let that guy come and go. No, I mean he played with your team. All of that. This is a hire you have to make. 
that's not me saying that. That I've hear, I'm hearing Bears fans saying that. Man. And, and again, we are talking about one of the weirdest humans you or I has ever seen in sports. And you're going to have multiple NFL teams saying, this guy got a team to the Super Bowl. They just won a national championship. He may be the... Like, there will be people who will talk themselves into, he may be even better than Nick Saban Look, because I, he, he won with this team at Michigan and now he's going to come back here and win Super Bowls. And they're going to talk themselves into something that probably ain't true, but it, that narrative's there right now to be had if you want it. There is a story out there. Look, you, you have Brian Flores at a coordinator position in the NFL. Is he still actively suing the league? Or has that been settled? I don't know if that got settled. Anyway, that was a horribly ugly situation. And you think to yourself, man, he's never going to work for the NFL again. And then here he is coaching in the NFL, not at a head coaching position, at least not right now. He's at a coordinator position. I'm reading a piece yesterday about how the Saints are considering bringing John Gruden (laughs) onto their staff. I I think he still has an active lawsuit. And he essentially said, I'm going to burn the whole league down. And I, the Saints are considering adding him to the staff. So for those of you saying Harbaugh is too weird, he's burned too many bridges. Oh no way! I'm telling you. No, I know. I'm saying I think it's the opposite. I think teams will be fighting over him because they, all they here's what they know too. That guy won where you have to recruit, and we don't have to recruit. We just have a salary cap. We can just pay guys. So if we get him the players he wants and get him the coaches he wants around him. And get Connor Stallions out on every scouting trip you have. Like then, I'm sure Connor Stallions is getting a job, right? I mean, that's he's got to. They're going to hire him, right? If, if Harbaugh goes to the NFL, Connor Stallions is going to be joining the staff <laughs> Man, that instantly. Would be... That would be. I would do it if I were Harbaugh. I'd hire him. That'd be my first hire. I'd bring him right to the first press conference just to rub it in everybody's faces. Even though, again, I know he cheated. I'm just saying, I'd go Rick Blair on that. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll find a couple minutes slow down if you're downtown on eastbound 70 between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. And some slow traffic on northbound 71 south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $120 on select sets of four Cooper tires now through January 16th. Only at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member? Not a problem. Everyone can save at AAA Car Care Plus locations. Details at AAA.com slash my car. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Give me a number. Uh, Let's go with 14. Call number 14 right now. 614-821-9710 gets four tickets to Buckeyes against Wisconsin tomorrow at the shot. Tickets on sale through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. I have another four-pack to give away later on in the show. So be listening if you didn't win this time. 
614-821-9710. Inside the NFL, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. Bone! Well, man, I saw a headline today that said that Giants defensive coordinator Wink Martindale Wink. was, which I love that we have a guy named Wink running an NFL defense. Wink. It has for many years. Wink Martindale, it said, I thought, is going to re-sign <laughs> as the as the defensive coordinator for the Giants. What it actually said was he's going to resign. Uh, this is because he and Brian Dayball no like each other. Uh, head coach of the Giants there. Apparently, uh, they were reported during the season that the two were in, quote, a bad place. The relationship did not improve dramatically down the stretch, according to another source close to the situation. So they've also fired special teams coordinator Thomas McGoey. Sure. Outside well, linebackers know. coach Drew Wilkins and his brother Kevin Wilkins on Monday. Rough wasn't day. He, Kevin wasn't even employed by the team, but they're they like, fire your brother, too. He sucks. He works at Citibank. <laughs> too bad. He's Get fired. There. He's fired. We're the Giants. We have that power. Uh, speaking of getting fired, there was uh, another kind of significant head coaching upset there. and Mike Rabel, who goes away with the Titans. That was kind of a big deal. Uh, so we'll find out where he lands. Also, Jags have fired a bunch of their coordinators, including defensive coordinator Mike Caldwell. Doug Peterson announcing that, uh, along with multiple assistants, that they are all going to be gone. They fired one coordinator, and yeah, then they yeah, yeah. fired pretty much all of his Did staff. I say lots of coordinators? Yes. I would say lots of coaches, including a coordinator. That, that's right. Peterson fired defensive line coach Brenson Buckner, passing game coordinator cornerbacks coach Deshae Townsend, inside linebackers coach Tony Gilbert, safeties coach Cody Grimm, Senior defensive, senior defensive assistant Bob Sutton and defensive quality control coaches T. What? That too. Defensive quality control coaches T. Mitchell and Sean Kalina. I know who none of these people are. Also, assistant defensive line coach Rory Segrist will get to keep his job. Thank God. I'm glad they put that in the report. Uh, the Dolphins have signed linebacker Justin Houston for the playoffs. So they are trying to get some help uh, there, clearly, because they have had some significant injuries to that position with Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, and Andrew Van Ginkle all having uh, season-ending injuries since Week 12. Former four-time Pro Bowl selection, Justin Houston has 112 career sacks and was pretty productive late in his career. 34-year-old has recorded at least eight sacks in five of his past seven seasons. He had a mere half a sack this year in seven games with the Carolina Panthers, so Gets a chance to prove himself in the playoffs. You know what? It's worked before. Maybe it'll work again. Bringing in older guys to have a moment for you. We saw that with Odell Beckham Jr. in the past. So let him live. Maybe that'll work. Uh, Bad news for the Colts owner, Jim Ursay. He's being treated for severe respiratory illness. Uh, Apparently, they said he would not be appearing with his band at the Ursay Collection event in Los Angeles this week as a result. Oh, no. I just bring this up because... I'm not sure there's a person in the history of the world that I would rather have cough on me less than Jim Ursay. He just seems like if he coughed, it would be super phlegmy. And I have no real research to back that up. I just feel like it would be disgusting if he coughed on you. So I don't think that would be good. And uh, kind of bearing the lead here. I know for Browns fans, this is a huge blow. Haven't had him the last couple games. You're not going to have him again this week. Kevin Stefanski confirmed on Tuesday, that's today, that Dustin Hopkins is out for the wild card that's round. That's a big deal, man. That's your kicker that's who has a, been... Not just your kicker. That's been your awesome kicker. Your, your god of kickers. That The Browns have had so many times where we've said over the years, if only we had Phil Dawson, we could have won that game. Well, we got a Phil Dawson this guy's type been of guy. better than Phil yeah, Dawson. Yeah, no kidding, right. And so he's been out the last two games. Last week I didn't care about, but the week before, he had a hamstring injury. 
I was hoping this past week was just a precaution. Unfortunately, it is not. So that means once again, they will hand the kicking duties over to Riley Patterson from the practice squad for the third straight game. No way that can come back to bite the Browns, right? Have a guy from the practice squad kicking in a playoff game. I hope not. You don't need him because you know what you got? What do you got? Flacco, my cracko. So many touchdowns. Who cares? Well, oddly enough. He'll kick too. Oddly enough. It works out for the Browns, even though they're the better team than the Texans going on the road may actually kind of serve them well because there's no win to affect anything in a late game situation. If you have a kick, it's just, can you make this kick or not? That's right. So you don't have like funky wind is going to screw you up and you need a veteran to handle that. So Flacco, my cracko. You're right. Joe Flacco. We're not even going to worry about kickers because now you got an offense. Here it is right here, buddy. What's that? First of many. From the Chicago Sun-Times, they just tweeted this out 11 minutes ago. With a golden opportunity, Bears chairman George McCaskey needs to give his blessing and open the Hallis Hall vault to hire a former Bear, Jim Harbaugh, who can make a difference as head coach, just as George Hallis did with Mike Ditka in 1982. Open the vault. This, this, is, this is the narrative now. I'm telling you. The new Ditka is there, and the Bears <laughs> need to hire new Ditka. Wasn't it just last year, the Vikings, where Harbaugh basically went in, kicked his feet up on the desk and was like, anyway, when I get here, I got some things that are going to change. And they left that meeting going, is this the guy? We're not sure. It's amazing what happens. We thought he might be the guy, but we're not sure because he's so weird. And now we're talking, open up the Hallis vault. That doesn't mean Eberflus is a good coach. Was he won 10 games in two years? That's bad. Or, Or more? been more than two years or no it's no, just it's been two the two years, years. yeah two years. so i'm just saying 10 games in two years not great i'm just saying the narrative has started you can get rid of a guy hell man i'd rather have rabel if i'm if i'm the bears i'd rather take him uh i don't know i mean look i i think Vrabel's a, a good coach i think his quarterback development has been iffy well, hopefully he would hire someone in Chicago who would, he would I, just say, go do that thing with Justin Fields. He's awesome. Let's go. And then I'm going to look to no, get a running I, I back. Know, and this is what we talk about all the time. There's a couple games in your season that define you. And Jim Harbaugh happened to win those games. I know. And Ryan Day's 11-2, and two, and he's never lost to another Big Ten team. I'm aware of all the hollow stats. The reality is Ryan Day has not won those games. No yeah, one is saying in NFL circles, we need to think about firing our current head coach to offer Ryan Day everything. <laughs> no, But there are people no. who are doing that for Jim Harbaugh right now. I told you, there's going to be a point where, it, like, if the Bears want him that bad, and if the, or if the fans want him that bad and the Bears are considering this, other teams who are saying, no, we just want him because we think he would do well with our team because we're pathetic, there they're, they're probably ends up, a bidding war for him if he decides he wants to do this, and I'm guessing he will decide he wants to do this. Hard nipples this weekend, kids, for me. I'm going to tell you why coming up next. That's a hell of a tease. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grand View Browns backers. 
You're going to hit a five-minute delay on eastbound 270 North Outer Belt between 315 and 23 North Side and some slow traffic downtown on eastbound 70 between 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard, their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. Com. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Hey, good news. What's that? Um, Jason Stark, our guy, is in another Hall of Fame. Oh, really? He's been elected to the National Sports Media Hall of Fame. Well, that's he deserves that. That's awesome. He's Jason. a two-time Hall of Famer. You're welcome, Jason. I'm he's sure in Cooper's his, Town. Now he's in this. I'm sure his appearances on our show kind of sealed the deal for him. Where they were like, "It's a National Media Hall of Fame. It's not just writing. I mean, it's all forms of media." He has his podcast. He's been on ESPN, both radio and television. He's obviously written things for years. Now he's on MLB Network, and he does our little radio hit once a week all during the baseball season. I bet they looked at the entirety of his resume and were like, that Jason's beef segment, though, Hall of Fame. Let's put him in. I think that I think we did it. We, I we got him you, over the line. I, I have questions about him quite often. People ask if he's as nice as he sounds. If yes. it's yes. possible, he's nicer he's, than he sounds. He's an extremely nice, generous guy. For example, we got our, uh, was it last week we got our ratings? Yeah, I think so. First text I get is from Jason Stark. Oh, that's great. Congratulations on the ratings. Yeah, that's... Now, it's because it all has to do with him. Because <laughs> he's a grade-A narcissist. That's right. But Speaking hey. of grade-A narcissists, uh, Aaron Rodgers is on, back on McAfee today. Oh, God. Now, last <laughs> night, Jimmy Kimmel goes on for seven minutes... And does his little thing about Aaron Rodgers and how he's a wacko and all this other stuff. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel pretty much like took him to the woodshed. Like I listen, if Jimmy Kimmel got on a football field and tried to out duel Aaron Rodgers passing a football, we know who'd win that battle when it comes to making your points on television. Jimmy Kimmel's going to be better than that at Aaron than Aaron Rodgers is right. Look, and I'm not, I'm not a big Kimmel fan. And you know I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I don't really have a dog in this fight. I just find it interesting. Like, if you're going to pick fights with somebody, pick a fight with, like, Lee Corso. He can't do anything to you. Well, that's. I mean, that's the thing is Aaron Rodgers cannot win this battle no. as far as talking on television. It's like the time I was in the bar and my buddy said, you're going to help me fight this guy? And then I looked over, he had cauliflower here. Nope. No. No, I'm not. I'm not going to win that battle. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to win this battle. Well, with neither, Jimmy Kimmel. Neither is Pat McAfee. Both those guys are nothing compared to... I'm, I'm not even saying it's no, because Jimmy Kimmel. talk. I know, but like Kimmel's been talking for the better... On television for 
25 years? How long is it? When did the man show come on? Right? And well, then yeah, was, like 25, and he was doing, maybe 30 years ago. Doing radio before that in Los Angeles, not a small market. I'm saying this guy has tons of media experience. He was the Pat McAfee before Pat McAfee was banging. Like, I'm just saying, Jimmy Kimmel's been there, done that. He's not going to shy away from no, this. No, but Aaron Rodgers came out today and said everything that he always says. First of all, he stands at the podium yesterday at Jets uh, media availability and says, in 2024, we need to cut out the BS. If it's not about winning football games, it has no place here. Now, hold my beer. I'm going on McAfee to talk about how the national media is against me and how anyone with alternative views and believes in conspiracy theories is just automatically shut down. Dude, I, I, there's nothing to say. At this it point. almost I mean, seems he, it seems like if if he did all that, because at the press conference yesterday, he said that thing about no nothing that has anything to do with winning. Get all that stuff out of here if it doesn't yeah, help no win. BS. And then the next one of the next questions was, are you going to address these things with Jimmy Kimmel? And he said, oh, yeah, check out my show tomorrow. I'll address that. And it almost if he would have just winked at the camera and been like, ah, like, <laughs> like I just said, I only care about winning. But not really, guys. Come on. You know I don't. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I care about all this other stuff, too. Then it would have actually been funny. But he says it in a way that's like, I'm dead serious. We got to cut out everything. Every, have to do everybody, everybody's out to get him. Everybody's out to get him. They're there to shut down his alternative views because they know that he knows the truth. They don't want the truth getting out. I mean, it's 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 comical. No, man, if you didn't see this Kimmel thing, and again, you may not agree with everything he says. He obviously has, you know, takes political stances, whatever. But Jimmy Kimmel basically said, you just because you're good at football doesn't mean you're good at everything. And that's that's exactly the point with Aaron Rodgers. It's the point with Kyrie Irving. It's the point with, I mean, go on and on and on with musicians, actors, name your person that like they're really good at one thing. And then they're like, now let me tell you how I feel. And it's like, well, that. You're not as you're not necessarily good at that too. Some people are great at multiple things. Aaron Rodgers is good at throwing a football and winning football games and probably getting guys to believe in him and all that stuff. Is he good at having a war of words with someone or making highly intellectual points? No, he's not. He's just not good at that. Uh, what was I going to say to you? I had something to tell you. Oh, hard nipples. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's, what's giving you hard nipples? I'll tell you what's giving me hard nipples. Last week, I was excited to watch Wild Card Weekend because we had some bad... I'm sorry. Last week, I was excited to watch the final week of the regular season because we had some bad weather, right? Mm, yeah. I mean, obviously, that Steelers-Ravens game was played in torrential rain the entire time. You had Jets and Bills, as terrible as that game was. The snow was aesthetically pleasing. I flipped that game on and watched it just because of the weather. Trust me, not because of the game. And this weekend, for the wild card, we're going to get some weather. Now, in Kansas City, where the Dolphins will be there, the high is going to be 16. But they're playing this game at like 7 o'clock. Okay? So the sun will have set for a couple hours. They're saying game time temperature, zero. And that... I'm guessing there may be some wind involved as oh, well. There's <laughs> like, going to be some I'm wind. Saying, that's going to be so you have that frigid. and then and then you have Steelers and Bills playing in Buffalo. High of 25, you know, for Buffalo, no big deal. But as of this writing this morning, a 63% chance 
of snow. Oh, yes. There's also a high wind warning. Yeah. With winds 15 to 25 during this game. So you could get some some cold, some blowing snow, and then we'll see what happens. I mean, in my mind, that favors a team that has a quarterback with a big enough arm to throw through that wind if you have to. That is Mason Rudolph. <laughs> okay. Who is okay. QB1. Okay. Tomlin announced that today. Mm-hmm. There's a magic with Mason Rudolph. Magic. Yes. Mason There's... Rudolph likes whiteout conditions. <laughs> that's what I've been told by Miles Garrett. That's what... <laughs> he, he, he likes to meet up with his friends and wear all white. <laughs> so I hadn't heard that. I just I hadn't heard that for personal. I I don't I didn't I'm know. Just, I'm just saying. Maybe it's all I heard. Um. Now the reality is to me, uh, if the Steelers win that game, then. That to me, there's just black magic going on with whatever the Steelers organization does because it doesn't matter what happens, doesn't matter who they hire, who they fire, who they, they don't hire and fire coaches very often. When they do, those guys get in there and didn't just win every game. Well, if, they, if they win this game, Sean McDermott is fired right well, after the game. Yes, right? of course, should be. But I'm saying like, and then meanwhile, in a season where the Steelers fans were like, we actually think we're being a little too good right now. We want to be a higher draft pick. They somehow find their way into the playoffs. If they beat the Bills, they will count. They will count that as like, yeah, we weren't even trying, and we won the playoffs. This is why we're better than everyone. Like there, there will be no end to the arrogance of Steelers fans, and I say that already, knowing that Steelers fans are already insanely arrogant and probably have every right to be, given how good their organization usually is. So it's going to be chilly this weekend. Here's some other things that uh, revolve around chilly. Auburn head coach Hugh Freeze, get it? Freeze, chilly. I see. Now mm-hmm. I do. I thought you were talking about the food, but well, wait a second. We'll get we'll get there too. Hugh Freeze says he'll call offensive plays next season. Uh, their offense was bad this year. I want to say their passing game was ranked 121 out mm. of 129 teams. Hugh, I'm going I'm to say that's not good. That's not going to get it done, folks. No, no. Uh, so Hugh Freeze will call plays. He had an offensive coordinator there for a year, whose name I've forgotten, but he's since been fired. And the vanilla frosty is back at Wendy's for a limited time. It's oh, back. All right. That has to do with chili as in well, it's cold, but also chili and they Wendy's serve chili serves there. chili. That's right. Vanilla Frosty. So I was unaware that went away. I, I, yes. I thought, I mean, I knew they had, cause I've, uh, we went a few weeks ago, took the kids. We actually did something we've not done in a long time, which was we were out and we said, why don't we just go into a fast food place and sit down with the kids and just eat the meal there? As we do that quite a bit. We don't often do it. We usually get something to take it home. Or if we're traveling to another place, we'll let everybody just eat in the car. And then we just have to light the car on fire afterwards later. So we can clean it out. But we went in and sat down and the kids ordered uh, peppermint Frosties, which I think was the winter flavor that they had. I didn't realize they'd gotten rid of vanilla to do that, but that's fine. Chocolate's the one you need. That's the Teddy good. likes vanilla, though, right? I mean, I like vanilla, but if you're getting a frosty, it's like chocolates number one. I thought you one. said that vanilla. Who was talking about how they had a frosty? I thought it was vanilla frosty. It said it was the greatest thing oh, they ever had. I was saying that was I was saying the strawberry. Oh, strawberry. Frosty. Yeah. That's right. That's now right. strawberry's different, but they that one has been a seasonal. They bring it and then they take it away. You could have vanilla fired into the sun for all I care, never see it again. On that frosty machine, but if you get rid, of, don't get rid of the strawberry. The strawberry is the one you need to keep. Apparently, they have like two frosty machines at all the Wendy's, so you got to have your chocolate, and then the other one rotates. Oh, and then the other one's a rotating. Yeah, they, flavor. they can't have any more than that. 
God forbid we just build them with like five frosty and just kept. I mean, frosty seem to be popular, is what I'm what I'm sensing. So why don't we just keep making? Those? I, I go to uh, fast food quite a bit, hence the girth of my breasts. Mm, sure, but have you ever been to a Wendy's where you've ordered a frosty and they've said our machine is broken, we can't make a frosty? Not that I. Ever I'm sure recall. it has happened to people, but what I'm saying is it's exceedingly rare. If I were McDonald's, what I would do is I would go to whatever company services the mm-hmm. Wendy's Frosty machines and say, hey, you work for us now. Here's a bunch of money. Yeah. Because I go to McDonald's all the time. And well, it's McFlurry. Forget about it. What's funny is I actually, not long ago, went to a McDonald's drive through and in the back seat I hear, because we were saying you could get something like an apple pie or a cookie or whatever, and can I get an ice cream cone? And I said, well, they have them. So I pull up, I'm ordering the food, and I said, oh, yeah, and you guys don't have ice cream, do you? And they're like, oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes, oh. yes, we absolutely have ice cream. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, like maybe they were, the word's out. <laughs> they were the so, word's out that you they, suck at ice cream. They were so defensive of it, like, no, 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 we've got it. Don't leave. I've got ice cream. They should put a sign face. up. They should put a sign up on the drive through thing that says, we have ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream works today. Oh, God. And then that sign would go up, and then that would be the day it breaks. And then the poor workers there are like, uh, never mind, we're wrong. Sorry. If you thought we were done talking about food, good news. Fat Boy Food Tip is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Traffic is stop and go, causing about a five-minute delay on northbound 315 between 161 and 270 North Outer Belt, and some slow-moving traffic on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Shop the closeout event now at Lowe's. Get up to 35% off select major appliances, plus save an extra $100 when you spend $999 or more on all major appliances. Valid 1424 to 12424. Selection varies by location while supplies last. See Lowe's.com for details. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, if you haven't done so already, please download the podcast. Go to wherever you get your podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge podcast is brought to you by our friends care heating and cooling they were at my place yesterday because the furnace stopped working called them up within the hour they're there and it's not because it's me they hate me actually <laughs> why do they hate you if you mentioned me they, hey common man sent you they charge you more money over oh, is, care is that so yes that's good but everything's all done everything's mm. fixed i even uh signed up for filters I always forget oh. to change the air filter. What do you mean you signed up well, there's for this, filters? Well, there's this company that has a website. Oh, like, I'm you, talking about this like it's 1980. They send you a filter. And yes, you but they have, send me a filter every three months. And you don't have to what, go out and buy it exactly. at the store. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, that's 
what we have in our house is uh, we've had the filter for about a week and I have uh, not put it in because oh. I have for every time I see it, I'm like, I got to do that. But and you're then I, smoking and then blowing smoke right into the filter. No, actually, it's right into my children's faces is what I do. I just smoke right into their faces and I say, who needs a filter? Uh, we talked about Michigan winning the title. If uh, you want a deep dive into that, this is not your show today. I just don't want to disappoint you. So instead, we're going to talk about the top uh, fast food French fries. Well, it, who, who made this, this list? This is on Delish. Delish.com. Now, again, this is all subjective, but I actually think they put some thought into this list. I I may not agree with all of their rankings, but clearly they are a fan of the genre okay. of fast food. Well, they, they write about food for their website. No, I know. So they but have plenty you know, of people who know what they're talking about. A lot of websites are about food, but you know they turn their noses up at stuff like this. Oh, fair point. It, it seems right. to me that the people voting on this are the ones that frequent the drive through window, which good. is what I appreciate. Well, that's good. It's not like Martha Stewart's top 10 <laughs> fast food fries. Yeah, right. Number 12, a chain that we don't have here. In and out burger. I mean, yeah, I, I can't say that I, I know their fries. Can you, you can get that animal style on the fries, can't you? Or like any of that stuff. Yes, can you they get the say toppings? the in and out fries are always limp and a little too soft. Well, sure, that's, you can right. ask for them to be well done or served animal style, but we firmly believe a good fry should be able to stand on its own. I agree. From what I remember of the times I've had it, it's that experience exactly. They were just soggy and wet and that's fine if you're putting toppings on them, but not just as a standalone. Number 11, and I tend to agree because I, I I like the burger very much, but I find the fries to be underwhelming. Number 11 is Shake Shack. It says they're crinkle cut, super crispy, and they're well seasoned. But they said we're not sure if it's the soybean oil itself that they use or the fryers aren't cleaned properly, but every single batch of Shake Shack fries tastes like rancid cooking grease. Wow rancid I, cooking grease. i've had that issue really where i just i think the oil that they use is not changed enough or they don't use the right type of oil okay that's that's fair i've only had it a couple times and i've not really paid attention to the fries i was more locked in on the burger but now I, as you I, should I, be. now i want to try them and just go back and see what i'm missing with that because i hadn't noticed that uh hardy's carl Jr. hardy's slash carl's jr is number 10 um, it's been they, a while since I've had a Hardee's They say, fry. do you remember where you were the day they announced they were changing the fries at Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? Because we do. The burger chain swapped out their classic fast food style fries with a natural cut version, which are oh. thicker and leave the potato skins intact. That's not good. They just say they're not crispy and less satisfying. And I, I tend to agree that chain places, I, I've been to, you know, like mom and plop, pop that too. Plop? 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 places that do skin on fries well yeah but i feel like chain places have a hard time with that yeah well because you're not making them we know you're not making them fresh in the restaurant like a mom and pop place probably is so that usually makes it tougher number nine taco bell nacho fries eh, i mean they're to me they're their own separate beast aren't they they're great fries i just feel like if i went to mcdonald's and got Taco Bell fries there, I would feel like I I don't know if I could process that. That's a I I it's becoming normal to me cuz I get it pretty much every time I go. Well, I do too, but I'm saying I view it as a different thing. Like if I if they gave me McDonald's fries at Taco Bell, I'd be like, "What the hell is this? I don't want these." 
Like I'm saying, if I'm in the mood for fast food fries, that's different than to me what Taco Bell's fries are. But anyway, I'm arguing semantics. I know my my wife will go and murder everyone at Delish because for her, the Taco Bell nacho fries are the best fries in the history of the universe. Okay, she loves them, and then yeah. she sticks her tongue in the cheese cup. I well, I do that too. I love having a cheese cup with it though. Like every every fry place could learn from that, couldn't they? Yes. You need to serve some cheese with your fries. Number eight is Arby's. And what I like here is they don't even acknowledge the Arby's crinkle cut fries. They <laughs> as, can go to hell. As you shouldn't. They're just talking about the curly fries. I don't, however, enjoy their assessment of Arby's fries. Uh, they talked about how they like curly fries and they're good and they're fun. However, they're not without their flaws. Something about the frying technique and the seasoning blend leaves an unpleasant, unpalatable film on our tongues. It means we constantly have to wash it down with soda between bites and immediately brush our teeth afterward. I've never had that experience. Oh, no. I I think I actually kind of know what they're talking about. There is a mouthfeel that I've had after eating Arby's where I'm like... Like, it just feels like it's salty. Right. And I always well, feel that's like... that's what they're going with I here. feel like I have to... I do feel like two hours later, I'm still just chugging drinks after that. That makes sense. All right. But I will say, Arby's, love an Arby fry. guess what they have? Hmm. When you go there and you're like, hey, I want curly fries, ask for a cup of cheese. They'll do it. And it... Well, all these places will do it. McDonald's doesn't. You get a cup of cheese at McDonald's? Can't Burger? you? I don't think so. Burger King? I've never done that. I'm saying, I don't think, like, I don't even know if Wendy's is doing that. I doubt it. I'm saying, I don't know that a lot of these places are giving you, like, a cup of cheese if you ask. Arby's will. All right. They say number seven is Burger King. They right. say Burger King fries are fine. They're crispy enough, salty enough. They taste good enough. We're certainly not going to be upset when we roll up to the BK drive-thru, but we're also not going to specifically go there to eat their fries. Their chicken fries, on the other hand, worth the trip every time. Yeah, I know you're not as big of a BK guy. I I do like their burgers, so their fries to me are just like they they exactly what they said. They serve their purpose. They're they fine. are not outstanding or anything like that. Number six, Wendy's. Normally, we're skeptical of skin on fries. More often than not, they're cut too large, never achieve the right amount of crispiness. The fries at Wendy's are by no means perfect, but they were the most solid skin on offering in our taste test. I will say Wendy's has improved on their... When they first did that switch to the natural cut fries, I was not as big of a fan. They have, they've done something to make them better over the years. You think you've gotten used to them or they've no, improved them? I think they've made them better. I think they've gotten, they have gotten more crispy. I definitely feel like that's the case. Timmy looks like he's just ready to jump on and talk about fries. I mean, they are delicious. This is a good list. Well, we have our top five here that I'm going to unveil. Yeah, so I don't want to speak any names because it might be remaining in the list. We have we have rapid fire coming up next. And then, who was he talking to? Teddy's. Is it me? Was Ted talking to? Yeah, he's talking to traffic. We got rapid fire coming up next. Then at 448... I'm going to continue this list. Yes, it's the long tease. Ooh, I like the long tease. It's the long tease, and I'm doing it for French fries. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
Watch out for an accident blocking two left lanes on westbound 70 west side before Hague Avenue. And we have a 25-minute slowdown on northbound 315 between 161 and Powell Road. This report is sponsored by the Ohio RV and Boat Show. It's back January 5th through 14th at the Ohio Expo Center. The Ohio RV and Boat Show brought to you in part by Park National Bank. The best selection of RVs, boats, motorcycles, ATVs, golf cars, and more. Get details and discount coupons at OhioRVAndBoatShow.com. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus, specifically their 12,000 square foot beautiful sports book. It's beautiful. It's functional. You can have food and drink there. There's loose men and women just walking around. Yes. Yeah, that's what you want. Scotty Vegas is there. Well, he's one of the loose men and women that's there, right? I mean, oh, he's, he's part of the loose crowd. Loose. Yeah, extremely right. loose. Absolutely. Has no sphincter muscle <laughs> at all. <laughs> Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. By the way, I won a little money last night. Oh, yeah? On the uh, horrible team up north. Because Well, here's what I did. I placed a bet saying, this is what I think will happen, which, of course, I was thinking with my heart, which was the Huskies would get it done. I had this prop bet that was like Michael Penix Jr. throws all these touchdowns and they win it outright. And then I had a prop bet that was like, what's my worst case scenario? And it's like, well, Blake Corum probably goes off. Edwards goes off. Mm-hmm. You got, they win by a bunch of points. They over on the score, over on this, over. And I just took everything and said, I hope that doesn't happen. Put $5 on it, won like 45 bucks. So sad to say that worked out. Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. By the way, don't worry. We're going to do the top five French fries thing coming up at 448. That's what you're tuned in for. We know. I'm I'm just saying, people want to hear the rest of the list on the top French fries. Yeah. Teddy, Rapid Fire number one. Which NFL coaching job that is currently open is the most attractive? You have the Chargers, Commanders, Falcons, Panthers, Raiders, and Titans. All right, this is currently open, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to expand and you think it's the the Bears no, or the Patriots, it's, it's, it's not open. Can, um, yeah. I guess the Chargers, only because of all those teams that you listed, they're the only ones that have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, that's where I was going. I don't think the Chargers are that far away from being good, and I think that's... I, I think they hired one of the worst head coaches of all time, and I think that will go down in history, and you will see them turn if they get the head coach job right this time. I'm not saying they will, but if they make the right hire, that's all I think that keeps them from becoming suddenly a really good playoff team again. Rapid fire number two. Give me an NFL playoff team who's playing this weekend that has the best chance of playing in the Super Bowl, and I want you to give me one from each conference. Oh. Um... Well, I hate to say it, Teddy, or I guess I don't care to say it, but uh, your Dallas Cowboys, I think, are probably that team in the NFC. Don't jinx them, Bo. Well, okay. 
I'm just telling oh, you. Know you. What? I'll say I'll say the Cowboys in the NFC too. Uh, in the AFC, don't overthink it. Flacco, my cracko. No, let's go. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. let's go. I, I hope you're right, but. One of these teams has like tons of playoff and Super Bowl winning experience. They are the defending Super Bowl champs. I I think the Chiefs are probably of the teams that are playing this weekend. Yeah, teams are I think playing this the, weekend. I think they're the ones that I'd have to go with with the AFC. As much as I'd love it to be Cleveland, Flacco, my crap. I hope you're right, buddy. I hope you are. Rapid fire number three. Not mentioning the game that happened last night. What sporting event outcome not involving your team made you the most upset? Um, well, this one, I, I don't know if I'm upset as I am just sad and resigned to it. Um, I mean, that's a thinker. Well, this is I, not this is not good for rapid fire. I, I have one for you, actually. What's one for me? The uh, When the Cubs beat the Indians yeah. in the World Series. That's right. I think that's... It didn't that's, happen. That's not your... <laughs> that's also, Davis hit a home run, game was over. <laughs> that's that's right. not your team, though, technically. But then again, neither is the team last night. Right, I mean that didn't. That's not my team. No, that's not but your it, team. It made you upset, just like this question. But, but I guess. you can't mention that. From oh, right. Night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now the uh, the game that I w- or the the I guess it's a few of them that I'm thinking of was every time the Warriors won a championship that didn't involve them playing the yeah. Cavs. Like yeah. I just I didn't like that Warriors team. I still don't. I I acknowledge the greatness, but I I did not like that Steph Curry made every shot from 40 feet, and it was like it was nothing. I didn't like that. Clay Thompson suddenly could play out of his mind. I didn't like any of that. Draymond Green turned into something. I just never rooted for that team. So every time they won, I hated it. I've got a weird one for you. Okay. And I have I have not rooted for this team before or since. But I was I was actually quite upset when the Yankees lost to the Diamondbacks in the 2001 World Series. Oh, sure. I, I was yeah. rooting for the Yankees. That was fresh off September 11th. I mean, they were for that short period of time. America's team, and I thought it was destined to be, and it wasn't. Right. That's a that's a very fair point. All right. Rapid fire number. What are we on? Four. Four. Last night, a team that hadn't won a title in over twenty five years finally won again. So, which team that hasn't won a national championship in a long time or hasn't won a title has the best chance to win one next season in college football? Hmm. How uh, how long is it can Long. it can be like 10, 12 years. It doesn't have to be 50 or something like that. Okay. Uh, I don't like these questions today, Ted. I mean, yeah, I don't. I was going to, like, I don't even know what team I would go with there because, I don't know. I, what team the, was back this year? That's a good one. Texas? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I can see them. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, that's they were in the playoffs, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they won, you know, with Vince Young. With that, it's been a, well, it's been a while that's now. has been 2005, I think. Yeah, you're right. Texas probably is the one to go with there. I mean, I'm, I was just trying to think, like, Oregon I could see. But yeah. then again, they're losing Bo Nix, and they've got all kinds of... They, I think their coach is good, and I think they're going to have a lot of guys. But this playoff thing is throwing me, Teddy, because I'm looking at teams going, yeah, but could they win, like, three playoff games or whatever they have to win to get there? I don't... That's where I'm not sure now. So. People are high on Oregon next year. They're ranked up high in those way right. too early top 25. Yeah, did they get a transfer quarterback? I can't remember. Who cares? Point is, yeah, Texas is probably the good call. All right, rapid fire number five. What's your favorite musical group that has an animal in their name? Oh. Eagles. Over Papa Roach. 
<laughs> I did. I did think <laughs> no. about Bob I didn't even think of that. I mean, Great. you could go the Beatles, but I'm not. I'm not going the Beatles myself. I know Jen Winters would. Uh, that's a good one. The Eagles is good. Toad the wet sprocket. Yeah, there you go. That's nice. Now, how about for me? You know, I'm going to go metal. So, how about Lamb of God? That's right. that's got a animal in it. Did you ever listen to indie rockers Dinosaur Jr.? Yes. Yes. I like them, and dinosaurs are animals in my book. They they don't roam the earth still, but no, yes. but they're, they, they were animals. animals. That's, that counts. Teddy, what's your answer? Rat? A uh, rat is one I thought of. White first. lion? Uh, that's another good one. Scorpions? <laughs> and uh, Def Leppard. Def Leppard's Def what Leopard. I was, I was yeah. wondering. Right. I, go with Def Leopard. I know that's Chops good. is a big Def Leppard fan. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I also, and again, only like super, like if you enjoy really sad indie rock, you might know this Pedro the Lion. I like that one, but that's again, that's uh, also in the churchy side of things, or at least it was. So I right, let him live. Yeah. Those are all, yeah, those are all bands I would go with. I'm looking at a list. There's a lot of bands. Oh yeah. I'm tr- I'm I mean, I've never think- heard of half of these things. Well, isn't there like Arctic Monkeys? I like some of their stuff. I've, stuff I've heard of theirs I enjoy. I haven't heard every song they've ever put Counting out. Counting Crows. Counting Crows Counting is Crows. a good one, yeah, sure. Very good. I'm trying to think. There's got to be. There's others I'm forgetting. Where, who are some of the ones on this list? Maybe there's I'll a, know. There's a million on here. Well, I haven't get, heard of half of them. Give me a Gra- few. Grave Worm. Gra- <laughs> Have you heard <laughs> yeah. of them? That sounds like a band I would like. Steam Powered like- Giraffe. <laughs> That's not real. Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. <laughs> love it. That's great. I love these band names. These are awesome. Uh, that's good. Pussycat and the Dirty Johnsons. Mm, all right. Tex and the Horseheads. Horseheads. Horse. Okay. Heads. I, was, I was waiting for the part that was animal, and then I got it. It was horse. I Pigeons playing ping pong. That's not. There's no. I, way I'm that's just saying real. this is a list. There's no of way bands. these are real. No way these are real. AI made this list. That's not real. No, they're not clever. Alan right? Iverson. Alan Iverson made the list. That's right. Alan Iverson wrote this list. Uh, some I can't even say. I do like, uh, if you don't know the story on Dinosaur Jr., why that's their name, this is not a joke. They were called Dinosaur, and then they started making music, and they put out a record, or they were about to put out a record, and someone at their label said, hey, there's another band that's named Dinosaur, and they say that if we put this out with your name on it, they will sue us. And they said, you got to change the name. They go, sweet, we're Dinosaur Jr. And the lawyers were like, you can actually do that. All right, that's a, that's a real move. That'll work. And so they did. When you're at home tonight and your spouse or significant others looking at you saying, what should we do this weekend? So, you know, this new band, um, they're called Dogs Die in Hot Cars. <laughs> they're playing this weekend. We should check it out. That's great. Go see them. That's a good PSA for everybody out there. Oh, yeah, it is. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Don't leave your dog in a hot car, especially this time of year. We know that's <laughs> a problem. Feed her to the sharks is opening for them. Nice. I like those. Listen to that on your honeymoon. Uh, mm. All right. Top five French fries, fast food French fries coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic is stop and go, causing a 30-minute delay on northbound 315 between 161 and Powell Road. And you'll hit a five-minute slowdown on northbound 71 north side between 670 and Morse Road. 
This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers. Build Ohio right, build it union. New year, new projects. Tomorrow's infrastructure is in the skilled hands of the Ohio Laborers. From roads and bridges to buildings and solar farms, the Ohio Laborers do it all. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Dumb is Strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Maybe you're saying, I want to talk about Michigan winning the national championship. Well, too bad. We want to talk about French fries. Mm-hmm. That's so right. we will. That's right. Delish.com has the top 12 fast food French fries. We're at number five, right? Mm-hmm. Number five, fittingly, is five guys. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm a big fan of the five guys fry. All right. They're always hot and fresh because they fry them right to order. I am a fan of the Cajun fry. I like the extra seasoning. My wife, however, thinks they're too salty. I can't believe I've never done the Cajun fry. I've never I'm tried feeling, the Cajun fry. Well, we don't go that often. Haven't, haven't stopped over there that often. But every time I go, I just get the. I don't even think about the fry because I'm just so locked in on all the toppings on the burger. Any place that has a special stainless steel cup to give you extra fries yes, they, on top of the order is okay in my book. Plus, it is it is there with the other condiments. They have the malt vinegar. Yes, they're. I mean, they're doing the. I don't want to call them fair fries, but that's essentially what I always equate those to. Is that's the type of fries you get like at a county or state fair? Yeah, that's incredible. No, this is that's this incredible. Is the description here: the boardwalk style fries yes, at right. five boardwalk. Guys. Yeah are fried in peanut oil and sprinkled either with salt or a hearty dose of Cajun seasoning. And they tell you what town in Idaho on the little chalkboard that the bags of potatoes are from. That's right. That day. I'm not going to lie. Walking in and seeing all the ingredients just sitting there in piles, it, it does something for me. It makes me feel good. Of course it does. That's a great... That's it's a, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you see these? We're cutting those up and frying them. That's you know, what, you're you know what doesn't make you feel good? What's that? When they tell you how much it all costs. <laughs> The other reason this will be twenty two seventy five for just for, for, for one and fries for one person. Yeah, for just you. John Travolta was uh, upset about a five dollar milkshake. How about a nine dollar milkshake? Mm, I number right. number four is Chick fil A. These to me are polarizing. Because mm. yeah, look, I I they're fine. They're waffle fries for those who've fries. never I, been to a Chick Fil A. I, know, I, I know some people really, really like the waffle fry because they can hold a lot of ketchup or ranch or whatever you're dipping it in. However, I am not really a ketchup type of guy. I will use it, but sparingly. To me, these fries don't stand up on their own. I agree with you. I and the other part of the waffle fry that I'm not a fan of, though I am one who likes to dip. Uh, the middle section of the waffle fry where they've cut the potato right down the middle and you get that big boy in there. Oh, Delicious. Yeah. When oh. you get the little guys at the end that are basically just a nub of I potato. Like, I like that. Oh, Timmy, you liked, Timmy likes oh, the nubs. I'll see, I, that's he the was part over there I'm having like, sex with the nubs. That's the Man. part I'm just like, I could get rid of those. That's it's just, like the edge piece of a Jets pizza, you know? Oh, give me that crust. I do crust like, of that potato. No, I, I like that. I don't like, I just don't like 
I want I want the lattice work. If you're giving me lattice work and then you're like, no, here's just a, a wedge of potato. It's like, well, that's different than the other parts of this box of fries. So I can see that. Yeah. All right, we got three left. Okay. Just give me your guesses on what three you think we're going to have. Well, I'm trying to think of the three that we... I know, obviously, McDonald's, I'm guessing, is one McDonald's or is, two. McDonald's is here. Okay, I wonder yeah. if Raising Cane's is going to get a nod. Raising Cane's is number three. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Now, I, I love them. Extra crispy is how you got to make the well, order see, when you go. You have to, but you shouldn't You shouldn't have to. Well, I mean... Because they should give some them people to don't you like crispy. them that way. Who doesn't like fries crispy? Who wants a flaccid fry? <laughs> I'm not saying flaccid, but there's a... I mean, you set the fryer, right, to... It should be able to cook it perfectly every time Every time if it's a high-quality fryer. See, my, my problem with Raisin Cane's, and I do enjoy the fry, in theory, because they're well-salted, crinkle-cut, and, of course, I dip them in the cane sauce. Yes. As any as, normal as human should. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you yeah. should be doing But, with it. you know, they always make a big deal about, oh, we fry the chicken to order. That's fine. I know they're not doing that with the fries. Mm-mm. Because mm. yeah, I've, I've gotten a really hot, like, molten pull the skin off your mouth chicken uh, yeah and then just a flaccid tasted like it was cooked 10 minutes ago fry but the fry you were just talking about the chick-fil-a see i think and it's a different style so it's different based on the cut of the potato but with the waffle i think there's a sweet spot where if it's too crispy it doesn't really fly and too soft is not good either it's got to be right there in between I do prefer. It's why you know that you want to butter both sides of the Texas toast, and you want the fries extra crispy. There's all these little special order tricks at Cane's, and they're good with them all, which is great. But that's where I feel like if I have to give you all these extra instructions, yeah, I, are I'm you actually bone. making it as good as you could be? If I can just go in and say, "Give me your fries," and they come out, and nine times out of ten, they're pretty good or better than pretty good, then I'd rather have that. But I see your point, Timmy. When done properly, they're excellent. And that's right. Now, I may disagree with some things on this list uh, because it's all subjective. But when I saw what was number one, we're going get to get to number two. But when I saw what was number one, I said, these people know fast food. Because okay. a lot of these lists like, hey, what's the best this? And it's clear they don't know anything. They're Googling. Okay. Right. And I, I know it. I wrote it down. Ted can vouch. I think oh, I know oh, it. You're saying you, you read, know what number one I is? I think he's I know. Saying I've not guessing. read the article. I wrote it down so Ted can I'll, see it. First of all, I'm 30 a, I'll, minutes tell ago. You, I'll tell you that McDonald's is number two. Okay. Yes, I, 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 I have, have a Canes, guess, I have a guess for number one. The uh, one that I think, and then Mickey D's in a final four right, here. McDonald's is number two. When cooked properly, it's, for my money, impossible to beat. Now, I would have them on my list at number one. But. Mm hmm. Number one. What did you put down, Timmy? What's it say, Ted? What's the name? It says rallies. I was going to say. That's correct. I was going to say rallies. That's correct. Yes. 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 Yeah. Right by the casino. Oh, man. Let me tell you something, man. Isn't that their tagline? Like, fast foodies know the deal or something like that? Yes, it is something like that. My mother-in-law has never heard of checkers or rallies. Checkers and rallies. It's based on where it is. She would never go. She has no idea. But if you're a fast foodie, oh man, you know the deal. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I can't give myself too much credit because if I did, we've done, we've done a quiz before where we did the the differences, like Carl's Jr., Hardee's, where the checkers and where the rallies are. One of them's a southern deal. It's I think checkers, checkers is southern. We have a rallies here, so checkers, checkers is, is southern Tennessee I, or further south. Yeah, let me tell you. We used to go to Inverness, Florida. It's where my aunt, and uncle, my great aunt and uncle lived when I was a kid. Uh, great uncle still around great aunt passed away but we went there uh, fairly often every two or three years and my great aunt Marilyn loved 
checkers. Like she drove through the drive through. They're like, hello, Marilyn. Same as usual. And she's like, absolutely. God bless Marilyn. And so yeah. And Marilyn, great. she was, and she, she took her little dog with her. They would give a little pup cup before they were even doing pup cups. They'd give her a little ice cream and he would eat that. And she would always get like two bags of fries to just bring back to the, she was like, just put all the fries in a bag. I want as many fries as you have. Just all the fries. Like, Ron Swanson, give me all the bacon you have. Like, that's what she would do. And that's what we would come back with and eat. She'd just dump two bags worth of fries on the table and we'd just go to town. They're just so crispy. Now, the seasoning. Uh, they do sell them in the grocery stores. Yes, they're they the, do. They're in the frozen section. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to encourage you to do something, okay? Because I know they come from the manufacturer this way. They get the exact same fries that they sell you in the grocery store. And then what they do, instead of oven baking them, obviously, is they put them in a deep fryer. Yeah. I want you to deep fry at home. Oh, that's I a good, I want yeah. you to put those fries in some hot oil, like 350 oil. In a cast iron skillet or deep, something? Cast iron yeah. skillet, deep, and then fry the hell out of those babies. Put them on a little rack to drip off some of the excess oil, like a baking rack or something like that. And you tell me that's not some of the best crap you ever put in your mouth. Can I ask a very stupid question? Because I've never deep fried frozen food do you have to let it thaw <laughs> or no yes, yes, okay yes, I was gonna yes. say, for people who've never done yes, this you do don't just dump the bag no, into no, scalding no. hot oil don't, it, don't will, do that. it will explode <laughs> don't do that don't do that like put let it, them thaw put, it, put the frozen bag in your refrigerator the night before yes so they They'll come to temperature out. yeah and then you can do and that. then dump them in i'm there. excited to try it i you know i've got an air fryer at home i'm not no, saying it'll be no, the same. Don't, don't no air fry. don't air fry oil don't air fry well that's a that's a safe little trick for any other day that is a good tool to I'm use. Saying, I may just try it with the air fryer and see how it does. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. But yeah. I'm just saying, if you want the exact thing, the they real do, thing, yeah. you right. got to use an air fryer anyway. This day and age for frozen foods. To that's heat right. Up. That's what we. Yeah, do. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way. Oh yeah. All right. Former Buckeyes getting ready to play football. We'll talk about that. And I'm going to tell you the secret place to get the best fries in the Columbus metro area. It's not fast food. I'm going to tell you next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident blocking two left lanes on westbound 70 west side before Hague Avenue, causing stop-and-go traffic from Central Avenue. And a 25-minute delay on westbound 670 between 315 and I-70. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. New year, new hiring needs. Indeed's end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all year round. Schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from your Indeed dashboard. Learn more by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole. I'm 97.1 the fan traffic every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the lifelock million dollar protection package Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Give me a number. Uh, Let's go with two. Call number two right now. 614-821-9710 gets four tickets to the Buckeyes hoops game against Wisconsin tomorrow night. Tickets are on sale through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. This is the last four-pack that I have. 
Good luck to you. 614-821-9710. Uh, we're talking about fries. Yes. I have a few, I have a tweet here from uh, listener Chip. Yep. All right. So back, I'm guessing this was a, well, it might not have been March Madness last year, but at one point, uh, we were talking about fries on this show, and Chip Dip said, how are McDonald's fries better than Rally's fries? And I guess we made fun of that on the air and said, because McDonald's fries are better than Rally's. And so Chip has uh, remembered this and retweeted this tweet from April 29th of 2022. So this was two years ago almost, my bad. And he said, you once ridiculed me for my for my take on this. Please apologize. I'm not going to apologize. First of all, I like Rally's fries. They're very delicious. But if you listened carefully, Diep, I said that even though they were number one, Rally's fries, on this list, they would be number two on, on your my own list. personal list. McDonald's would be number one. When McDonald's fries are done properly, for my money, nothing beats them. Nothing. I agree with that. Also, there are many more McDonald's locations than there are Rally's locations, at least to my knowledge, right? I feel like I see way more McDonald's than Rally's. Rallies are harder for me to get to. However, that said, I like a Rally's fry or Checkers fry. I've had them a lot. I think what you and I were both celebrating here was that this online site, which is a foodie type of site, is saying we rated all the fast food fries. And rather than go, uh, there's a little chain you've never heard of somewhere. Blah, blah, like they said, do you, do you know fast food for real? Because we do. We pick rallies. Yeah, I've seen a lot of these lists where it's like, here's what the internet people say. Right. And, and they'll just, take comments from people and say, no, this is, they said, we tasted these fries. Here's what we say. I'm saying they didn't go the foodie route and say, no one's ever heard of this. Or we're just picking off what the internet said. They probably went to a rallies and they, they knew rallies existed is yes. my point. And yeah. I'm celebrating the fact that if we're going to do a list of fast food fries and you're not even going to put rallies on it, that would be an oversight. I do think they are, to me, a top three fry. My personal top three are McDonald's, Arby's curly fries. For me, I like them second best. And then Rally's is third. But they're um, great. Also, they have a seasoned fry, but they are almost never fresh. And they're good, though, when made properly, which is never. And that's Popeye's. Oh, the Popeye's do a, a very good seasoned fry. Popeye's has when a good seasoned fry, and it's just, but they just don't take the care with it. All right. I'm going to tell you where to get the best fry in central Ohio. All right. Now, again, this is all subjective. This is for my money. And actually, you're going to have to pay some money. First of all, my guys at Loops do a fantastic fry. That fry is one of my all-time favorites because it's, I don't know if they double fry it or what they do to it, but oof, it is crunchy and good. They put the little, uh, like, uh, they put seasoning they on it. They put like oregano and a little... Parmesan Parm, yeah, in there. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's an incredible fry. Loops, one of the best. Very good. Yeah, very outstanding. Good but that's not the one you're mentioning. No, here it's when not. You're and it. look, it's not a place that I would have gone to. Kristen took me to this place, and when she first told me we were going there, I said, "You have to be kidding me! This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard." At Easton, there is a furniture store called Restoration Hardware. Okay, I'm aware of restoration hardware. No, I'm just I'm just setting this up for you. Okay, Kristen says we're going there for lunch. Going there for lunch? What? They have a restaurant on in, the top floor in Restoration Hardware. In Restoration Hardware, I didn't know either. For those who are like guys who actually frequent 
hardware stores, it's not what you're thinking. No, it's <laughs> if it's, you're not it's, familiar with it's it, very it at all, expensive furniture. It's a, yes, it's it's high end furniture. It's very nice, all that stuff. Yes, the top floor they have a restaurant. That's cool, though. What's cool? Th- that they have a restaurant. Well, it's, their top floor. I, I think that's awesome. All right, fine. And and I go up there, and it's very aesthetically, it's very nice. There's a fountain. There's like a greenhouse sort oh. of setting going on there. Jeez. No, 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 I'm about to, I'm uh, saying that sounds let me, pretty amazing. Let me, let me tell you something. And this is why I say you're never going there and people probably aren't going to go. You're not getting out of there for under 100 bucks. Wait, the restaurant yes. or the furniture store? The, re- oh. the restaurant. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm just saying the my visions are my rods and cones are off on what I what's in my head like about the furniture, this place. No, this is not Ikea, man. You're not lining no, up the Swedish people. Like, Ikea <laughs> no, has a restaurant no, it's too, not. and you can get out of there for no, under $100. This is with, sir, with madam, furniture. let's go. <laughs> I'm going to put you at this table right with now. With a bed. Okay. <laughs> you know, and it's it's expensive. I'm not saying that it's not. Everything's expensive. But they do a fry. It's like a McDonald's fry. Okay. It's not a thick fry. It's not a steak fry. I like a thinner fry. It is just hot and fresh. Comes in a cone. I like fries in a cone. Seasoned to perfection. They give you a ketchup and they give you a garlic aioli. Mm. Now the gar- garlic aioli oh. is a that's oh, a thing we should be doing more God. often. Oh. We my. need more aiolis in general in life. God, <laughs> is it good? And here's the thing too. Again, it's it's and they have a nice prime rib sandwich too. If you want to just totally kill yourself. Wow, prime rib sandwich and the fries. I Whew. think I think Value City Furniture has had that for years. <laughs> their their right. prime rib said, has you, dipped look, a little bit. You can mock there's me a- if you want. Mock me if you want. That's a Salisbury steak sandwich. But if if you have the means, I'm serious. Go there and get the fries. If you like a thin fry, tell me I'm lying. Okay. If you go if you go there and you don't like the fry, I will pay for your fries. You know a place Send me a bill. You know a place that I I would be curious to hear your thoughts on because it wasn't on this list, and I don't know if you would even qualify it as fast food, but I would because they have drive throughs. What? Steak and shake. Does a mean shoestring shoestring, shoestring fry Sh- steak and shake is it criminally is, underrated. I'm, and I'm saying on this list of we didn't talk. So when you're talking about a thin fry, is it thinner? No, is no, it it's, that ma- thin? it's McDonald's thickness. Okay, okay, so it's, it's thicker not than shoestring, that, but it's shoestring, not shoestring. Yeah, and I, I have a my conundrum with steak and shake is I think their burgers are maybe one of the most outstanding flavors these taste buds have ever tasted yes i adore their burgers i would do they make a quad i know i would always get the triple do they do a quad they do, they do whatever the hell you want because they're so them. There's, yeah. they're very thin They'll but stack a lot on i there think the want. pickles that they use are outstanding they're like those elongated thin pickles bone loves pickles but <laughs> the, the fries i they're not my cup of tea i eat them i eat them and i don't complain you like a thicker fry i like a thick at least mcdonald's thickness so i'm intrigued to try this place that uh, Restoration Hardware. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you. We're going to go? I'm, wow. I'm gonna, we're going to go. <laughs> That's nice that you ah. got the invite, Timmy. We're going to go. I'm never going to go. He's going to you know take what? you. All of us are going to go. See how that works? All of us are going to go. There you go. Okay. What, All right. Together. It's and, a field trip. And Ted. I got to say. Ted will drive. I would be, unc- I, again, if you take me, I'll go and I will give it a shot and I will eat it. I feel like I'd be uncomfortable in a furniture store with all this greasy food because then I would feel like I'd. Like, I'll wipe my hands as much as I can, but then I'll be like, and then I touch something and leave a no, grease Yeah, is this like a, ni- a nice napkin kind of restaurant yes, where it's get, white plates and everything? The, you get the nice napkin. Yeah. The, okay. the waiter or waitresses are, are dressed nicely. They're very professional. Yeah, very nice. And you know what the thing I like, too, is that 
and Kristen told me this. I didn't go, but she went for brunch. <laughs> okay, with I her with her friends. I, I wasn't again. I wasn't aware people were going to Restoration Hardware to eat. Like I just didn't even know that was a thing. Let I feel like something. a Gatsby now, and like a whole new side of the city <laughs> I, has been I, unlocked I would, to I would me. Never have I mocked this. Of I would course, never have of gone. Course. I said, "Are you? We're we really going to waste a meal at a furniture store?" Yeah. Okay. And I, it's expensive as hell. Okay, don't go there and then yell at me. I'm warning you. It's super expensive. It is expensive, excessively so. However, she went at 10 o'clock in the morning. They have like the eggs and all the other crap you have for okay. brunch. Yeah. She loved these fries so much. She said to the guy, can you please make me some fries? Said, whatever the hell you want. Oh, wow. Whatever you want. That's, now that's good service. Fresh, brought them right out. I, Delicious. How it's could like that Las be Vegas. We'll go catch it for you. Prime oh, rib man. sandwich. They got a little jus cup. Oh, the you old jus. I mean, I, mean mm. I know I've had home fries and done this, but if you get like, you know, just a regular egg and then you get the fries and you just break the yolk of the egg oh, with the it's, fries. It's glorious. That has to be good. Glorious. Why don't more places offer you I just don't. like, do you want some regular old fries instead of the home fries for breakfast? We'll just bring you out a plate of fries, especially if you're a diner. Tim, if you go to Steak and Shake. Did you ever get the cheese sauce on those fries? Never, okay. never huge into the cheese sauce. Okay, with fries. I like them. To me, know, with that adds, comes with that adds the nice that that is the experience of the steak and shake fry for me. I do think they're very good for with that. You know what? I've I've had a few different places. We've all got these road stops that maybe we've had. Bone, you'd like this one. This is on the way out to the Jersey Shore, and it's this little place that does like a bed of French fries, and their thing is to douse them with smoked pulled pork barbecue mm. and then drizzle it with like a honey barbecue sauce sounds great on top I with wanted, yeah. with melted cheese as well <sighs> yes those four things it's one of the best plates i've ever had in my life i now now i need to go to I'm that i'm so hungry i know and horny <laughs> for some reason <laughs> I, I don't know why you know why i do you know why all right what did i tease it wasn't this Oh, I don't, who cares? Buckeye football players are getting ready to play again, but it's not in the NFL. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's slow traffic on westbound 270 North Outer Belt between 161 and Cleveland Avenue and a 10-minute slowdown on northbound 71 north side between East Broad Street and Morse Road. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Temperatures getting low, but demand remaining high? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com credit. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No college education and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. You know, tomorrow is, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Wildcard Wild Wednesday. Wednesday. Let's go. You owe me a Coke. 
That's fine. Uh, Jackets are in Winnipeg tonight. Coverage starts at 7.30. You and I were discussing Winnipeg. Yeah. And how we've never been there and we won't be there. And how it's essentially North Dakota. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Well, I've never been to Manitoba, nor Winnipeg, obviously. But to me, when I hear Manitoba, I think it's this vastly exotic, interesting place And you're right. It's North Dakota. It's probably extremely flat and filled with fields of grain, which is not bad. It's just like one over uh, Alberta, I would think. That to me also strikes. Is it mountainous? Alberta? Yeah. Calgary is uh, mountainous. And it's not one over because Saskatchewan. Oh, I forget about Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. I always forget about Saskatchewan. That's in between them. Is Regina in Saskatchewan? Regina is the, like, that's, like that's the biggest city, I think. Is it really? Regina. Regi- Saskatchewan's got all the great cities. Regina. Yeah. Moose Jaw is right there. They have a place called Regina Beach, which I enjoy very much. <laughs> no way. Yes. Is there Regina a beach? Regina Beach. A TV show. Saskatoon. Well, Saskatoon I'm familiar with, yes. Now, I I have not traveled much in Canada at all. And by much, I mean I've been to Toronto and back once and yeah, that's that, it that goes for my travel as well but i would love to someday go to montreal i hear it's a fantastic city i'm curious about ottawa just because it's the seat of their government i assume that would be an interesting place to go people love quebec city quebec city is another one about I've heard quebec very good city things. being like europe and it's quaint and charming and wonderful so those three definitely my sister-in-law used to live in british columbia in vancouver and I've always wanted to go to Vancouver. I loved Seattle and Pacific Northwest when we went there. I would love to see Vancouver. It looks very scenic there. Yeah, right. I do like the people, and I enjoy that this happens. It's funny to me because you have people who will go to, like, Washington, to Seattle, and get on a cruise that is bound for Alaska, and then that cruise will promptly skip all of Canada. Now, you can do that from British Columbia, too. You can do that from Vancouver. But I just like the idea of Americans going, yeah, we're we're going to see all the north and the cold and the wilderness. We're not going to Canada for it, though. Get out of here. We're going to go up to our part of it, way up there in Alaska, and go see that. But I've always wanted to do the Alaskan cruise, take it out of Vancouver, go that route. All right, good news, Teddy. The United Football League is coming for you, and their rosters are set. And I said, good news for Teddy, because he'll be the only one who watches any of this. Yeah, there are, however, I don't think it's going to be good. Six former Ohio State players oh, on rosters. Okay, uh, on the Arlington Renegades, you will find Cameron Brown, former Buckeye corner. Yeah, on the Birmingham Stallions, you'll find two former Buckeyes, tight end Marcus Ball and Benjamin Victor. Okay, Ben Victor was going to be a dude. Remember that he was going to be but a dude. We were all thinking that guy was going to be the next great thing, and it just not. never never happened. Uh, St. Louis Brahmas, defensive tackle Taron Vincent. Okay, sure. Uh, St. Louis Battle Hawks, Antoine Jackson, defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. And on the D.C. Defenders, <clears throat> man, I got problems. You got a little phlegmy. D.C. Defenders, Gary and Conley. Maybe you're saying, wasn't he a first-round pick in the NFL? Yeah. Yes, he was. What happened with that? Very ouchy. He has not played any sort of professional football in four years, mm-hmm. but he's on this DC Defenders team. Okay, let him live. I am, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to watch any of this, but I'm glad for the Buckeyes that are getting a shot. Maybe one of them turns that into something that allows them to get back into the NFL or to the NFL, but let him live.
Let all of them live. Ted will watch. Uh, new Ohio State President Ted Carter. Is his, his name's Ted, right? It is Ted. And people... His, his first name's not Ted. It's... Uh, yeah, it is. I'm Walter. Sure. Yeah, but he goes by... He goes by Ted, though. Yes. And people have pointed out to us on Twitter that they think he looks a little bit like our Panama Ted. And my first name is Walter as well. I, I always thought that. I is thought it, I knew that. Is it really? And last name's White. <laughs> Idiot. How did you, you know? Be- what, sometimes why did you believe? I don't him? know why. You know he's I, a I liar. Don't, I don't know. I know he's a liar, but yes. sometimes he just gets me. He gets <laughs> me, and you know what, Ted? Ah, you and Bodie, we're gonna have quite a th- threesome later. Ted was also a fighter pilot out at the Top Gun School. I was back in the day, I, just anyway. like this president is. Anyway, was uh, new Ohio State President Walter Ted Carter Jr. had some thoughts on Ryan Day. He said, Ryan Day runs a fantastic program. He's our coach. I'm proud that he's our coach, and he will continue to be our coach. Yeah! I mean, that's... <laughs> is, that, is that what he sounds yeah, like? Yeah, go get him! Oh, okay. Is that Philip Rivers now who's also... Yeah, that's backing? right. Okay, what is Philip Rivers? Why, do, why is he weighing on Ryan I don't know Day? why he's here. Okay, okay. He's just here. I, uh, I will say that I'm not surprised that the guy who's coming in first day on the job is like... Hey, uh, I got a whole university to run here. Got all these other things going on. Uh, yeah, Ryan Day, good enough for me. Like, they're going to hire an AD here soon, and the new athletic director will probably have a lot of say on what happens with Ryan Day going forward. But yeah, new president's not going to come in and be like, uh, by the way, I'm not sure about this football coach. We got to figure that out. Get him out of here. What were we reading? We, we were, where was it from? Oh, it, where was, it, was, it was from Channel 4 here in town. Was, what was the headline? Their was, headline said, I'm paraphrasing, but it definitely had these words all in it. I just may not have them all in the correct order. But it was essentially, new OSU president backs Ryan Day, denounces anti-Semitism. It's like, yeah. Those are two separate why, issues. Why, why, why not just have one article about what he said about anti-Semitism, which is all valid and good to say that we should not have any anti-Semitism. That's, yes, denounce it all day. And then over here, in another article, he says Ryan Day is good. Like, don't put people's names in Google searches that we don't need. I'm just saying, we don't need any of that for the Google machine to start connecting dots. Ted Carter, huge fan of Ryan Day, comma, Jews. Right, right. I mean, all that's fine. It's just, it's weird to it's juxtapose weird. those as the two biggest talking points it's of weird. his speech. Uh, what was I going to say to you? I don't know. That's something to say. Uh, you have more French fry discussion? No, no. I we can if you want. Mm, Are people I'm, mocking me for my look? You don't have to go. I'm just telling you. No one's mocking. Oh, well, actually, people are mocking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it! Ben said, please save this for Friday. Common Man is my tool of the year for eating at a furniture restaurant, let alone saying they have the best fries, GTH. Us paupers can't afford that. What did I just say to you? Yeah, I know. First of all, I said it's not for everybody. It's expensive. I didn't want to go there. But if you do decide to go and you get the fries and you are not thoroughly impressed, I will buy your fries. Oh, Send wow. me the bill. Wow. Well, the- <laughs> Now I think the whole city of Columbus is going to be like, great, we're going to get these fries. We're going to say we don't like them. Well, that's that's dishonest. It is dishonest. All right? You should be thanking me. That's I, totally fair. Also, we were discussing ice cream machines earlier, and uh, we said how McDonald's often has broken ice cream machines. Yeah. Beer man? No, that's not right. Colton said, as a former McDonald's employee that used to clean the ice cream machine, we used to tell people that ice, the ice cream machines were broken when they were just being cleaned. Well, that's poor on your part. No offense. I would think that... The better thing would be like, 
Yeah, you know, as soon as we clean these things, we will have fresh, clean ice cream machines for you that we're cleaning all the time. They just happen to be in the process of being cleaned. Can I? Not broken, bad, don't work, don't come here. Can I ask a stupid question? Yeah. We have this here at the radio station where we have engineers that want to install equipment like when we're on the air. In the middle of the day. Can we get in during commercial breaks so we could do this? And, and we always, there's a saying, in, it used to be, that's what midnights are for. Right. You know, that, cleaning that the like, ice cream machine at McDonald's, wouldn't that be what midnight is for? It seems like what you do when you close the restaurant down or open it back up. And if it's open 24-7, then yeah, 2 a.m., that's when you clean it. You're exactly right. Oh, it's the lunch rush. Let's clean the ice cream machine. <laughs> also, uh, we're gonna like we're gonna put all the burgers back in the freezer and just let them sit there for a while because we do we need those out during lunch? No, yeah, you're probably gonna need that. All right, game show coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll find a 15-minute delay due to stop-and-go traffic on westbound 670 between 3rd Street and I-70 and a 10-minute slowdown on eastbound 270 north outer belt between Sawmill Road and 23 North Side. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. At Mattress Firm's once-a-year sale and clearance, you can save up to 60% on select mattresses, plus score a free adjustable base on qualifying purchases. Here's to better sleep in 2024. The right mattress matters, and Mattress Firm will find yours. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Tonight, Jackets are in Winnipeg. Coverage starts 7.30. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. How many people are in the metro area of Winnipeg? Oh, uh, I, I'm going to say 600,000? 834,000. Okay. So Doing less better, than a million people. Better than I thought, but not nearly as big as, yeah. Okay. Here. No, no. Tiny. Guess what? Uh, go count the wins they have versus the wins that we have and get back to me. No, I, they're doing all right. I'm aware of it. They're doing, they're doing all right this year. Toronto's yeah. one. Yeah. This is population. Oh, metro population. Area I got you. Yeah. In, in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah. Toronto one, Montreal two, Vancouver three, then it's Ottawa, mm-hmm. Calgary, okay, Edmonton, Quebec City, then Winnipeg. Wow. No wonder everybody says all those other places. I mean, most of the other places do have hockey teams, but the ones that, you know, Qu- Quebec City is one of the ones they talk about getting one. Well, they? they had one. Yeah, right. And when it, they became the, the Avalanche, right? Is that the Nordiques? That yeah, they, they were the Nordiques. The they were the Avalanche. Abs, yeah. Okay. Speaking of the Avalanche, you know what? Hell with it. <laughs> I, I had a little something for you. I actually I was going to talk about Patrick Waugh and Mark Andre Fleury, and then I decided, you know what? Hell with all that. I, I like just speaking of the Avalanche as a way to just get out of a conversation. All right, Mike, we're doing geography. Well, it's not really geography, but it's uh, countries that used to have a different name. I'm going to give you the name what they used to be called, and now you tell me what they are. What they I are tell you called. what they are now. Yes, okay. I'll give you two choices. So, first one. 
What country was once known as Burma? Was it Laos or Myanmar? Myanmar. That is right. Now here's a little backstory. A ruling military junta changed Burma's name in English to Myanmar in 1989. However, when Aung San Suu Kyi became state counselor, oh. similar to a prime minister in 2016, she said Jeez. Westerners could use either name as the nation's constitution does not specify which one is official. So you can use either Burma or Myanmar. It is located near India, Bangladesh, Thailand, Laos, and China, surrounded by all those. And Myanmar has over 100 ethnic groups that live there. I did not know that. Next up. Adnan Verk's favorite country is Laos. La- Laos. 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 Go to Laos. David Blau lives in Laos. <laughs> we now call the country Ab- Abyssinia by what name? I don't know. Kenya or Ethiopia? One of those two used to be called Abyssinia. Oh, uh, Kenya? Uh, no. Ethiopia was once known as Abyssinia when? with the establishment in 1270. Oh, of come the, on now. No, no, no. Hang on. The, in 1270, the Solomonic dynasty, which traced its legitimacy back to Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. Hey. Uh, Abyssinian is also a term for several people who live in the Horn of Africa and speak a bunch of different languages there. In either case, the name Ethiopia goes back as far as the Oxumite King Izana who ruled in the 4th century, 8 to 400 A.D. I didn't, I, I gotta be honest, I had no idea Ethiopia was banging that long ago. I had no idea. Let them live. But it was in 1913 where they officially adopted Ethiopia to reclaim the formal right. title that had been kind of not really used for a long time. Next up, Dutch Guiana. That is the country now that we call either Eritrea or Suriname. Which one is it? I have no idea. Uh, Are you aware that either Eritrea or Suriname no. were countries? Eritrea, okay. I, I thought, was in, like, Avatar. No, Eritrea is in Africa. Suriname is in South America. Which one is Dutch Guiana? Or was? Er- Eritrea? Ooh, sorry. Suriname was uh, Dutch. It was what they used to call Dutch Guiana. That was a small European colony that was situated between Brazil and the Caribbean Sea, or the Caribbean even. Anyway, 1954 is when they changed the name to Suriname. And uh, in 75, they became independent of the Netherlands. Smallest country in South America. Population, I believe, under a million people. Next up, Upper Volta. There was once a country named Upper Volta. Was it... Burkina Faso or Djibouti. These are real countries I now. I don't know Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso. Burkina. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Djibouti. Ooh, sorry. Oh, suck at this game. Located in West Africa, Burkina Faso separate, is separated from the Atlantic Ocean by its southern neighbors, including Ivory Coast, Ghana, Togo, and Benin. To its north lie Mali and Niger. But Upper Volta became known as Burkina Faso in 1984. So let them live. Next up, uh, Siam. I believe it's how you say it. Or, yeah, Siam. Like Siamese, right? Siamese cat, that kind of thing. All right. Was that, or is that what we call now, Thailand or Gambia? Siam. Thailand. Yeah, that's right. So you got that. Well, I only know that because I have to, have to 
the place I like to eat. They got like Siam chicken and stuff like oh, that. Right, it's, okay. it's Thai food. Yeah, so exactly. I assumed it was Thailand. The first Thai kingdom of Southeast Asia was the Sukhothai Kingdom, which existed for about 200 years from 1238 to 1438. Then there was another kingdom and another kingdom, and eventually they decided to change the name to uh, Thailand in 1939. So there you go. What made you think of this game? Nothing. All right. It just popped in my head, and I saw that there were countries that had different names. I like this one next. British Honduras. Was that the name for Honduras or Belize back in the day? Well, I mean, it, the obvious answer would be Honduras, but I feel like you're trying to trick me. And Belize. Belize it or not, you're correct. All right. The Spanish first explored Belize around 1506, but they allowed British settlers to access the area in the 1700s. They then took full control in 1798, and there was already Honduras, so they said, Oh, I see, chap. This is ours, but it's not Honduras. It's British Honduras. Good enough for me. And then eventually people were like, That's not actually what we want to be called. We want to be called Belize. And so now they have Belize. It's a very nice country. My wife has actually been there. Oh, all right. Right on the Caribbean. Didn't they adopt Bitcoin as like their official currency? Am I making that up? I think they might have at one point. Do you know the other interesting fact about Belize? Official language? English. English. Yep. Well, they changed it because they wanted, like, American investment. They wanted people to buy second homes there. Mm -hmm. All of that. That's right. And finally, the country Dahomey was that... Is that what we this now is a, this call... This is a real country now? That, that was a country. Oh, that was a country. That was a country. Now we call that country either Benin or Togo. I... Togo? Benin. Oh, I'm sorry. When you, when you first said you were going to do this game, I'm like, hey, yeah, Persia was Iran. <laughs> I left that one off because that was too easy. I'm just saying, that's no. where I thought we were going here. The only other one I have left is uh, Sri Lanka or Cambodia. One of them was previously called Ceylon. <laughs> Ceylon Musk. No? Uh, oh, with, Sri Lanka with, with or Musk, Cambodia? with Jordan. Sure, that's fine. Uh, which one was it? See, Sri Lanka or Cambodia? That was Sri Lanka. Yes, that's correct. Right, I knew it. Yeah, you got I knew it. it all along. I I just like that we had so many names for these countries because they had all this history. We were like, we're the United States. That's like w- when we had a choice, we were like, let's just call it the United States of America, and it's been that ever since. Other than when Guy Fieri tried to change it to Flavor Town, but we're not going to let. Well, him. I mean, it's it's been that way for half the country. Yeah. The other half, it was the Confederate States of America. Well, for a to- for a short time, you're right. That's fair. That's we- how they acknowledge themselves. That's right. You go down there and talk to people. Yeah, that's now right. Now there's a few of them that still believe that. Well, <laughs> they're dying off. Getting old. Taco Bell blew up my microwave! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta talk to the I'm manager! Gonna, I'm gonna slap you in your face! That's right. All right, mm. back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident blocking the center lane on westbound 70 downtown before Livingston Avenue, causing a five-minute slowdown. And we've got stop-and-go traffic on westbound 70 west side between Central Avenue and 270. 
This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and get you back on the road in less time than it takes to get over from the express lane to the exit ramp. Just sit back and relax while their fast, friendly team does all the work. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my oiled and deep fried radio hosts. Oh, mm. I got to tell you, we, we spent two whole segments today talking about French fries. Mm. And there's no regrets about that. No, mm. there's, there's none. But, you know, I, I don't normally do this because I, I will have dinner with the family when I go home. But I am hitting a window. Are you really? Oh, I'm before it's I just, go for dinner. It I'm, has to happen. I have to get some fries. First dinner. I have to. Or just a little appetizer. A little fry. Well, there's going to be more. <laughs> fry and a, a single burger. Right, you can't just get one fry. And that, I love how the, a fry and an entree, that is just a snack. That's all that is. Sure. I mean, it's uh, depending on how big the burger is. Although, you know yeah, what? Right. I, like, you just get a, if you're going McDonald's, you just get the McDouble, a standard McDouble or just one double cheeseburger. Snack. Dude, I'll and tell a you, small fry. Yeah, yeah. I'll S- tell you what a, small. a real snack yeah. is. Medium. Honestly, medium, large. <laughs> you swing through a McDonald's and get a Happy Meal as an adult. It's like no, in no. two seconds that it's is inhaled, enough. and it's like, <laughs> all right, now where's the real food? Not enough. Yeah, I know it isn't, but the, the, the Happy Meal is nice. It's good for the kids. If you're an adult still getting that, like, stop. Just get lots of food. Now Teddy will yell at me. I contend that a ten piece McNugget is a snack. It is. I agree with you on that. It is. Tess that's like, oh, that's man, not a complete meal. If I'm getting a meal, I have to get 20. And I don't want to share. Or, or you get 10 and you have to get another sandwich. Right. Like the to other go day. Along with it. And the, the app has these great deals. <laughs> who who like you telling? Billboard. <laughs> who are you telling? <laughs> you get the you get the 10 piece for free, and then they have other entree options, sandwich options, like a double cheeseburger. Double cheese. That's what I did the other day. Yeah. You get so yourself have, a, a free. 10-piece McNugget. I had a 10-piece, a, a double, double cheese, cheese, a small fry, and a large Coke. Oh, you went small fry. I was I going, I was going large fries. Should have. Should have. But if you've never ordered multiple sandwiches with another full meal, mm. then we are not the same. I did. Like, I'm uh, saying I've ordered the 10-piece meal with a yeah. large fry, large Coke, and then got not one sandwich Two sandwiches You're a true to go with that. You're a hero. You're good. And occasionally doubled up on the apple pie at the end to just round that whole thing out into a full day's worth of calories. You you guys were talking about, which is a great move, by the way. I don't there's nothing more special than taking your son or daughter, whoever, into the fast food restaurant and sitting down at one of those nice we big do it tables. All the time. We I, go in yeah, and eat. It's great. Jack and I'll do that on like a nice Saturday, eleven thirty, whatever, you know, before college football was starting. But we did it over Christmas, and we did the Wendy's this time. And I, I hadn't used, I hadn't been up to speed on their app as well. But I doubled up on the sandwiches that time, oh, and I nice. got one of my, you know, all time favorites, the spicy chicken. 
and a Dave single, which is bigger than what you think it is. It's like still you, a quarter pound. It's still a quarter yeah, pound it's a burger. Good you, you hear Dave single and they have you know the pretzel baconator and it looks like seven pounds of meat on there, but the spicy chicken and the Dave single and the fries and the frosty I was gonna say and it. the spicy nuggets. Oh, that's did, did pretty good. That's, that's good yeah. eating, buddy. That's okay, Timmy. Oh, Timmy. Oh, feel yeah. these nips. Feel them. <laughs> Timmy, you brought me back with that. Now that's that's good eating right there. All right, what's coming up on the Woo! Buckeye Show? That Come is on. good eating right Come on. there. This Woo! is foreplay. I got to get out of here. I got, I got to go eat some fries. <laughs> <laughs> Ramon, I got to go to bed now. Yep, that's uh, right. We're going to talk about the national championship last night. It did not go Ohio State's way, but we Quinshawn Judkins right at the end of that game. So we'll talk about that on the trail. Our friend Stephen Means from the Plain Dealer will stop by for that at 648. Who's hosting tonight with you? Me and Ryan Baker. My guy. Uh, Buckeye Show. Top of the hour. Jackets time at 7.30. Now, it's back page. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. All right, man. Uh, there was some promising space news that has now become not so promising. I will tell you about this. In Cape Canaveral, they launched the first U.S. moon landing attempt in more than 50 years. Yeah, it didn't go well, right? Well, a private company was funding this, trying to get a rocket up there. The Pittsburgh-based outfit Astrobotic Technology got their orbiter to, you know, meander towards where it needs to go and was heading the right way. And unfortunately, they had a critical fuel leak. So they think now, this is as of, uh, like, 1040 last night they said they probably only have about 40 hours left of power which will not be enough for them to attempt the actual landing and to get their their device it's not no one's in this thing it's unmanned it's unmanned, obviously yeah but but it's a lot of money and it's I, research though i also just like the idea now again let them live i'm sure there's tons of smart people there i just like the idea of pittsburgh sending a rocket up it's like ah ian's no it's kind of <laughs> tough there when you get it all you gotta going go down you gotta go down, down we got it but they didn't get it down quite a way they wanted to so uh don. launch pad was a little bit off so don. what are you gonna don. do don we all i'm order- sorry are you talking to don <laughs> no no get it down get it down we gotta get don out of the my sky da- my dad's best friend at work Pittsburgh guy, Don. Don. Donnie Sir Matz. <laughs> That's the ultimate <laughs> Pittsburgh character. Donnie Sir Matz. How you doing? It's Donnie Sir Matz. Oh, you think doing? they're going to get rid of Tomlin? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so that's too bad. Uh, and Kevin Hart claims he's in a secret action movie chat group with Tom Cruise and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, among others. Now, I believe the Dwayne Johnson part of that. He says because he's been in plenty of action movies now, or at least he's in one, uh, this new one called Lift that apparently he's a part of. Uh, he said, yep, Dwayne, Mark Wahlberg, Tom Cruise, Harrison Ford, Jet Li, Jackie Chan, all the big guys. We're all on this group chat. We just talk about action stuff. Now, I, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> he's joking. He's joking. But my instant reaction to that is how many, if that was the case, and all these guys tried to get a group chat together, how many tweet texts would be sent before Harrison Ford is like, how do I mute this? I get know. off my this. plane. How do I stop this? I'm going to crash my own plane. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he's actually that's on how that. Badly I want to get off this text thread. Yeah, that's fine. He's just trying to I gotta recover. I got to tell you, we were on a text thread on New Year's Eve. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us. 
<laughs> yep, there's just the three of us. And uh, the IRS has announced January 29th uh, is the official start date of the 2024 tax season. Yay. They expect uh, more than 128.7 million tax returns to be filed by the April 15th tax deadline. So there you go. You can file as early as January 29th, I guess. So let them live. That's yay. All right, Buckeye Show is next. Jack, it's time from Winnipeg at 7.30. We're back tomorrow. You know what tomorrow is, don't you? Wild Card Wednesday. Anything goes. If we want to do three hours on French fries, we'll do it. Yeah. Tomorrow. I'm going to bring lots of fries. No, they need to be fresh. Don't bring fries. I'm just going to eat fries. Well, that's fine. <laughs> you, can, you can do that. I like that. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident blocking the center lane if you're downtown on westbound 70 before Livingston Avenue. And you can expect a 10-minute delay on eastbound 270 North Outer Belt between Sawmill Road and 23 Northside. And a 10-minute slowdown on northbound 71 Northside between East Broad Street and Morse Road. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole on 97. One, the fan traffic. It's a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by Mary Haven. Mary Haven Gambling Intervention Program, where free help is available to gamblers and their loved ones. The Detroit Lions ended up as the best team in the NFL this year against the spread, going 12 and 5. Ravens and Bucks both were 11 and 6. From good to bad, the Carolina Panthers didn't lead for a single second in the fourth quarter of any game this year. First time in NFL history. For your Mary Haven action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. Starting with the NFL, a bit of surprising coaching news coming out of the league today as the Titans have decided to fire head coach Mike Vrabel. Vrabel went 54-45 and in six seasons with Tennessee. That includes a trip to the AFC title game in 2019. Sticking with the NFL, this Sunday at 1, the Steelers are in Buffalo to face the Bills in the wild card round. Today, Mike Tomlin announced that Mason Rudolph would again start at quarterback for Pittsburgh. Tomlin also announced that their star pass rusher TJ Watt would miss Sunday's game due to a knee injury. Watt suffered that knee injury in their win over Baltimore last Saturday. In hockey tonight, the Blue Jackets are on the road. They are in Winnipeg to face the Jets. Faceoff is at 8 o'clock tonight. Our coverage will get started here on the fan at 7.30 following a 90-minute Buckeye show. And in Big Ten men's hoops tonight, Indiana is at Rutgers at 7. Number one, Purdue visits Nebraska at 9. The Buckeyes are back in action tomorrow night hosting 15th ranked Wisconsin. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.